We do, we do jazz hands well, so you got to get jazz hands. Man, going. I'm, I'm on, on with it. Come yeah. on, come on, jazz hands. There you go. I gotta Will go on, gotta go on, baby. Creek <laughs> Company. He's doing jazz hands. Babyface P is doing jazz hands, and the birthday boy Walter Keller the third. Second, no, second, second. second. Damn. Damn you. He's we doing jazz it. hands. <laughs> we are live. I hope you got your big birthday cake panties on. You know, the ones you eat when you sit there just in the panties eating birthday cake. Oh, boy. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's on tonight. It's on tonight. Of course, we've got Walter Keller, the birthday boy. He's turning uh, 157 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought he didn't look a day over 80. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just teasing. <laughs> a little young whippersnapper. I look this good at 80, man. green Ooh. behind the ears. Yeah. I took a bath. I'm not green anymore behind me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Walter's here. Also, we have Will from Bear Creek Cattle Company, right, Will? We're here, mm-hmm. man. All the yes. way from Georgia. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, yeah. And breakfast and lunch if we can. Yeah, yeah, people. yeah. You don't have to you don't have to convince me. You had me no. at beef. <laughs> no. Yeah, you had me at beef. So Will's here. Uh we I think I first met you at a Iraq veteran 888888 88, 88 to the 10th power. Uh, event. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny on, on the name. Uh, Eric was up here doing some hunting back in December and we were sitting around the grill and I asked him, I said, you know, where did the 8888 come from? Because it's such a mouthful to say. And uh, he said that it was actually um, Dale Earnhardt Jr. And I said, Dale Earnhardt Jr., 88. I was like, no, that was Dale Jarrett. Well, it turned out we were both right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Started out as Dale Jarrett and ended up okay. as Earnhardt. So anyway, yeah. I, like, yeah, it. I yeah. like 88. That's when I graduated high school, so I like the number. I know he, there's a whole bunch of controversies, which he's answered that question probably a kajillion times. Yeah. Of what the 88 means, you know, but, um, you know, he was he was born in 88. He's a young he's a young whippersnapper himself right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's I think that's the first time we met, but. uh You've you've also sent Walter and I some beef from the Bear Creek cattle. Cattle right? company. Absolutely. Yes. Grass fed. It's a lot to say. It's a lot to say. Yeah. Um, which tasted delicious, right, Walter? Yes, it you? was, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, awesome. And babyface, let's not forget babyface. Babyface is here. He did not get any of the meats. Not but even look aware. At that sad not even aware of it. To Poor watch. baby. <laughs> well, then you didn't miss anything. Sorry, He's man. Getting skinny. Yeah. He's getting. We're starving him out. <laughs> little by little. Yeah, yeah. Um, so okay. So we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about beef. We're gonna talk about guns. We'll we'll roast Walter a little bit. I see Walter. There's a ton of people saying happy birthday to you. So thanks for all the happy birthday Excellent. shout outs Excellent. out there from folks out there. Um, so. I think we're not going to really have enough time for shout outs. If you guys want shout outs, let us know. And, I got uh, one to say Big Dick Willie's in the house. Okay. <laughs> big yeah, Big Dick Willie, shout out to him. Uh, please, guys, make sure, make sure that you do the thumbs ups for this video. Make sure you're subscribed. If you're not subscribed, oh. do that, ring the bell, all that kind of stuff. That's how you get notified that we're going live. You could join us here, you can ask questions, you could. You could do this party live. Shout out to everyone who's listening to us later on on audio. We are worldwide. Hey, Hank, I've got a I've got a quick one. Sure. If you don't mind. Uh huh. So my my sidekick tonight is a beautiful long branch oh, regi- registered Ooh. sewing machine. Oh. And if boy. you and if you notice here, um, 
It's got a brand new barrel and uh-huh. barrel nut. I know where that comes from. The parkerization is just beautiful. That it looks crispy clean. That looks nothing. That is like really cool. Cr- cr- brand new, done. man. Stenparts.com. Hey, Walter, do you know that guy? Hey. Uh, <laughs> Walter, your, your guns never look this good. I know. Walters look like. Whew. Hey, 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 hey. It doesn't stop you from shooting them, does it? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. I don't have a transferable gun. All mine are post samples, so. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm still envious of that uh, shortened version oh, that you one, got man. with the man. That thing's sweet. Yeah, yeah, that thing is. Um, let's just say that that was uh, if 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 a manufacturer can make a bubble special, that was a bubble special, um, because of uh, some screw ups on my part, but I made it all work and um, yeah, works good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So well, that's, that's really nice, man. What did you do? How did you, did you finish that? What's going on with that gun? Well, Will. Oh, um, yeah. it was a transferable. Yeah. It's finished. It's, it's ready to rock. Oh. I just, I bought some extra barrels and, uh, barrel shrouds because when I, when I do run it, obviously it's good to have, you know, extra parts, especially barrels. And that was the cool thing. So I called stemparts.com. Walter didn't know me. And I, I don't know if I spoke to Walter or his son, but whoever I, answered I the phone. To my son, yeah. Yeah. Very courteous, very helpful. You know, I. Oh, that's I got, definitely not Will then. That's not. <laughs> no, no, he, <laughs> turn, he, turn, he, t- he turns on the uh, charm when he's. Oh, on he the does. Phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, but, okay. So I have mm-hmm. a few transferables and, um, I wouldn't say that I'm an expert at, you know, in machine guns though. And so I, I got on the phone and just kind of started going through discussion and saying, you know, what parts do I need to stock up on? What is, what's going to wear? And I kind of had the ideas, but, you know, very helpful, ended up ordering it. And um, I think it was like five bucks extra or something for the parkerization. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's just, it's worth every penny. If somebody's, you know, in the market to buy stem parts, that's the place. Okay. For yeah. Sure. I don't think we I don't think we talk about stemparts.com enough here on the podcast, Walter. Yeah, we'll you want to just fill that. folks in on that real quick? <laughs> yeah, yeah I've, been doing, do? I've, been, I've been doing stem parts as stem parts since 99 actually. Wow. Um, I just started with a simple classified ad in Shotgun News and um you know back then, you know, back in the early days of the interweb. Um, yeah, 99. I mean, Babyface yeah. B was like you know, a little toddler back in those days. <laughs> but um yeah, yeah um selling replacement parts for Sten guns, Sterling's, 1919 side plates, you know, all, all the little bits and pieces. And, and um, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't get away from it. <laughs> so, no, that's good. So anyone yeah. out there who's into Sten, which a lot of people are into Stens, man. Stens are well, well, you know, there was a time when Sten kits were, at one time I got offered Mark three Sten kits for if you bought a hundred or more, it was like fifteen dollars a piece. Oh my so God. at that time I didn't wow. have the money. I didn't I didn't have the money to do it. I should have bought a thousand. Borrowed some money from my dad. <laughs> just, bought my brain can't compute what yeah. you just <laughs> said. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was well, you know, Tap- <clears throat> that was actually an email from Tapco back in when Tapco was primarily primarily selling surplus stuff. I had no idea they ever did that. Oh, hmm. you know, do you, you, the old school Tapco would send out a, like a flyer every month. And they had some of the biggest Joe Bob kind of guys on the front holding Mosin the Gaunts and all kinds of. Is that before guns. they became part of Freedom Group? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's before <laughs> okay. they. Then they, then they, then they kind of separated themselves from the surplus stuff and kind of selling their own branded stuff and you know, and then they changed their identity to more of a, you know, 
uh, tactical kind of thing, and then the Freedom Group bottom up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Steve Dave wants to know: Are Sten guns only full auto? He says he's in a free. He's not in a free state. I don't think. I'm sure uh, somebody uh, makes a conversion. An, or, an original one is only full auto. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it'll switch between full and semi, but it's an open bolt gun, so it's yeah. a machine gun. So yeah. you're. In order yeah. to get a um, semi-auto, semi-auto, you have you to got a mess scratch. With yeah, yeah. Well, and, and and the thing of you know transferables really stin is the way to start. And yeah. and a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of them on the registry, and right. you know, no machine guns are inexpensive. Right. But Anymore. you know, that's definitely the lower price point. They're reliable and they're fun. Right. Okay. It used to be back in the day. And I remember when a sten was four hundred and fifty bucks. So, wow. And then you had the and you had, gun. I, I paid a couple dollars more for mine. Well, right. So now you're talking. I don't know. I, what four, five, six thousand, depending on you know if it's if it's an old one or a or something that was made, you know, pre '86, but not a World War II vintage one. Yeah, so, they. Um, you know, kit guns are running about seven now. Okay. And if you get a true CNR, you know, they ask anywhere ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, and that's because in, in some states, oh. that's the only machine guns you can own are CNRs. What so, what is what yeah. the CNR mean? They're on their curl. They're curio and relics. Curio and relics. Right. right. So uh, that is, is it fifty years or older is the, the cutoff. Oh, I think the okay. CNR the CNR stands are all going to be original stands, like mm-hmm. from World War II vintage type stands. I think. Oh, I'm thinking. Not the not the kit guns that were assembled pre eighty six. Yeah. Um, By the way, I just threw up an article that's on the firearm blog. Um, I, oh, it's I in the chat that. and everywhere and here too. Modernized stand at, uh, Mark II. DIY build. Who did this? Uh, I don't see who. Actually, oh, Nicholas C says, I'm always in awe of people who have the skills to build their own firearms from scratch or parts kit to based firearms like a Stan and Sterling is supposedly some of the easier firearms to make, at least so I've heard. I think yeah. the next step up is bending an MP5 flat into nine millimeter roller lock goodness. That's not an yeah. easy no. build if you no, don't know what you're doing. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's no, you have to tough. you have to have tools to do that too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. You know, yeah, that's, not, that's yeah. not. So, but here's the thing: if you scroll down here, he says, uh, "So Foster Huntington shared his mo- modernized Sten uh, Mark II build, and then he's got some pictures here, and it looks like—is that one of your tubes, Walt?" No, it's See? not. Oh, it's not. Okay, it's not. I can tell by the template; it's not one of mine. Oh, okay. All right. So Walt does make these templates for anyone who's interested in all that. If, and there's if, a bunch of pictures. If that uh-huh. if that is a semi-auto. Which I think he said was he did he say that was a something auto in that article? Um, try, let me see. I would have to read through this whole um, thing. Uh, I, um, I have a one of my things on my list of things to do is I, last time we made Sten tubes, post sample ones, registered ones, I cut one where I ventilated the, the I made a Mark III tube and ventilated the whole front end like a Sterling, so mm-hmm. lightweight. And one of my ideas is to build that up like a modernized one with a picatinny mm-hmm. rail and the whole. Okay. Nine yards. Okay. I just I just ain't got around to it yet. So. Yeah. Um, but this is this is cool. What this guy did no, here. No, it's 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 definitely a. Yeah, it's modern. It's uh, it's got like a pick rail on it and the plates, so you can put a red dot, flashlight. Um, yeah, there's a couple it. of them here actually. Well, to be to be honest, uh, when I when I first got my stand, I I thought about doing that to it. Um, Luckily, I you know looking back, I'm glad I didn't because no, I, ended up, I ended up adding more quote tactical uh, transferables. But right, right, you, you wouldn't. You know, I mean, I I wouldn't do that to a transferable gun myself. I mean, there was a time when they were cheaper, yeah, but not anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's, I mean, you know, Sten's a really cool man. We've got to, we've got to uh, dig more into that. I'm um, actually, Walter, there's people requesting for us to do um, a lot of different, uh, how do you put it, like the World War II or surplus guns yeah, and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. We need to do it. By the way, that video that, that we put up of right. the, the Makarovs, yeah. uh, YouTube denied ever <laughs> in like never ever can it be um, monetized. Yeah, can it be monetized? Yeah, we put in a request. We were like, "Hey, can you guys look at this. There's nothing." The only thing you did there was take it apart. Apparently, that's the problem. That's bad juju, Bona. Huh? Yeah. So it's <laughs> <laughs> totally ridiculous. Uh, yeah, we're yeah. still trying to fight it, but I don't know where that's going to go. But we do need to do more stuff like that. Yeah. Plus, I want to do like we were talking about last night about seracoding. Um, I want. I have a, a sterling kit. And I want to make a like a Sterling blaster. Oh, okay. Paint it is up it properly. You know? Integrally suppressed. What is that? What a blaster has? I don't know. Like Star Wars blaster. Yeah, but you know he he no. would have been doing it right. If no, it no. <laughs> blaster loud. Choo, choo. <laughs> <laughs> miss, miss. Is it gonna shoot late? <laughs> Are you gonna yeah. miss all the time? Is the laser beam gonna bounce off the wall? And, uh, yeah. I don't know. I have to get some oh, tracers and make you believe that they're a laser beam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, you were gonna say something, Will. Oh, I think I've lost my train of thought. I got, <laughs> that happens hey, here. I'm ADD, man. I think there was a butterfly that flew by between then and now. Yeah, that happens um, here. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember okay. what it, what it was. Um, you know, I like to see more gun channels moving to. Uh, gun streamer and and full 30 because you know you're talking about how-to videos so i'm a collector as well as a shooter and as you build your collection over time you may know one or two rifles in and out but you know there might be some that you haven't taken out of the safe in quite a while heck i forget even how to release the bolt you know and what <laughs> what do i do today I jump on and I, I get I catch somebody's how-to video because somebody's got a video out there yeah, we oh, all I just do it we push all this button and slide yeah, oh, yeah, we all do it. Yeah, Walter yeah. does it. Oh yeah, I do. I do it. I do it every day. First time Sometimes I took I find myself looking at my own old videos. I'm like, how did I forget <laughs> that thing? First time I took apart the Scorpion um, bolt, I was looking at that thing, going, "What the? What's going on here?" <laughs> then I got on the interweb, and it's like, "Oh, I see. Okay, boom, boom, boom. It's a part." Yeah. But, yeah. Regardless of what anyone thinks, when we built that 22 bullpup, Walter never ever did a. I've never messed with a 1022 before. Yeah. So, so I have, and I was trying to tell him, but Walter has this. I mean, I shot him and right. all that, but I never dissected him or put one together from parts. Yeah. So. I was trying to tell you stuff, but you know, when I try to tell Walter stuff about guns, his brain goes, "Are you are you trying to tell me something?" I think no. Walter hears it like this: wah, 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 wah. <laughs> so. Speaking of twenty twos, y'all almost cost me some money this week. So I I just happened to catch the video of you and Walter shooting the AK-22, oh. the East German. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so I get on Gun Broker. What do I see? A transferable oh, AK-22. And oh. I was like, oh, I, just, I don't need really? to do that. <laughs> so what did it go for? What did it – did it um... – uh, last that I looked, it was like fifty six hundred, I think, but okay. it may have bumped up terrible. around the six. Yeah, that's not bad. An, a transferable yeah. East German gun? Yeah, well, that's no, not no, no, that no, bad. no. It was it was not the East German. Um, I think it was a Q Gear. Huh. So have you heard of that, Walt? Yeah. Uh, say that name again. Q Gear. 
I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. C U G I R Romanian. Yeah, I should have said Wasser or like Cougar. How you want to say? Mine is Wasser. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but the thing that was Georgian French. That's Georgian. The the thing that was the real detraction for the one that was for sale is unlike the East German ones that have the cool actual AK looking mags that rock in and they're easy to find on the surplus market. These had these look like almost like a nine millimeter mag coming out of it or a BX twenty two. Okay. Uh, no, yeah. no, 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 no go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Walter has the, you know, if you ever come to, um, come down here to shoot with us, you know, we'll, well, we can uh, go up there. Yeah. Kind true. of. Hey man, do some trout fishing. If y'all like to fish. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. And I, I know oh, a great <laughs> beef producer too, man. We'll have, uh, yeah. we are in. And- <laughs> <laughs> say no more. <laughs> say no more. Everybody. We are all in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, listen, let's let's uh, let's get this kicked off right here. Let's start with Walter. Yes, sir. So back in year zero, back in year zero, back in, the beginning. In, a, in a manger when Jesus was being born uh, <laughs> across town in a Hooters. <laughs> he thought we forgot. Yeah. Uh, young, <laughs> Walter, <laughs> young Walter Miss Keller <laughs> was being born. Wham, so wham. long ago, so long ago. So today's your birthday, man. Congratulations. Happy oh, birthday you, to you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. How old are you? The people out there want to know. Lots of birthday shout outs going um, to you. Five, five, seven. Five, seven. <laughs> oh, you're five, seven. It's a nice gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna, a very are you... small projectile. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's life sometimes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Happens to the best of us. <laughs> you know, sometimes a combination getting old, it's cold outside, you know, you, did, you didn't eat your Wheaties, you didn't get the proper grass fed beef. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> it. That was definitely, um, um, you, you, I should have recorded it. I was eating and going, Damn, this is good. Mm, no, 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 you no, could no. have, man. That would have been the perfect commercial. Damn, I'm just good. You know, it's like no, it was good stuff. Time. I'm not. Yeah, I don't think I'm not just saying it. Um, I think it was good. And then even the next day, we had like steak and eggs, and that's how you can always tell. Like if it reheats well, that's a good yeah. indication to me of good meat. Yep. So, yep. Thank you. Well, yeah. All, all I did was I I have a seasoning salt that I put on on meat here, which is from. Uh, Pampered Chef, whatever. So it's got a little bit of seasoning in it, but it's mostly salt. And I just sprinkled some of that on it and got the fire yeah. nice and hot and cooked yeah. it, like you said, and boom. Yeah. So in a minute here, we'll talk about cooking. Okay, okay. Let's not get everyone started. Right, I know. You get them talking about meat. And next <laughs> it's going to get deep. People get right angry turn. and shit. You know? Yeah, it's going to get real deep here. Yeah. Um, so Ashley at Gunstreamer says, happy birthday, Walter. Oh, thank you, Ashley. Yeah. Thank you. Ashley at Gunstreamer. Um, I see Mike Bryan says, happy birthday. There's a bunch of people. Gregory yeah. Bradley says, happy birthday. Richard Hughes says, happy birthday. Um, lots of folks out there. I don't want to, you know, I, 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 from the time we started up the chat, everyone was saying it happy birthday. Right away, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how, how did your day start off today, Walter? Um, how did it start off? You, did you use any Geritol? Um, <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to start just early on here. <laughs> and skip any gory details. <laughs> no, there was no, uh, there was no, uh, that's going to be in a thumbnail. You keep doing that. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be the thumbnail, Walt. <laughs> um, you'll never be on ever, ever, ever again on uh, Google then or YouTube or whatever. Um, Did you get breakfast in bed? No, 
I ate a uh, what do you what do you call it a, a breakfast breakfast bowl Jimmy Dean. Okay, you know, it's got it's a meat lovers thing. You know, it's got so, so you got your full week's worth of salt in already, uh, and L, yeah, and, and enough and enough uh, cholesterol for kill a horse. Yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> that's pretty much what it would take to kill you. I I had to um, take a trailer this weekend in Florida. Here is a. Um, military vehicle clubs having their rally up in uh, Mount Dora. I collect military trucks too. So, uh, green things. Um, so, I had to take a trailer up to Sean's house and drop it off because he's going to bring it up because I tried to put it on the trailer that I had yesterday or I thought it would fit. And I'm going out my front yard with this trailer trying to run it up the ramp. It's a Jeep trailer and it didn't fit. And I'm like, Ooh. and I'm like, what were you trying to get on the trailer? A frame from a Jeep trailer. Oh, okay. Onto my. My normal little, it's a, I forget, it's just five by 10 or five oh, by okay. 10, whatever trailer, right? I never thought to measure the width of the Jeep trailer. Tight quarters. <laughs> so, so it was about four inches too wide. So I'm like, okay, go. Yeah. Plan, plan, I've uh, never heard that before. Plan B, plan B. Uh-huh. So then, um, so I had to bring that up to Sean's this morning and we put it on, on another trailer of mine behind another truck of mine that he's driving up there. Um, so that, that, that question was solved. Uh, that quest and then i had to help them move something from a neighbor that was giving away a bar that's moving and is giving away a bar by the pool and sean said oh we'll take it it's like okay so i got oh. pulled into that mess man this is a lot of work going on we yeah. then i got off from the shop were you making guns today i know and you haven't even done any real work yet everybody's yeah. everybody else is there but i was out mussing around mm-hmm. uh, and then i got back and then what else did i do oh we went to lunch uh, was uh, this at Hooters? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Jason's Deli. Jason's Deli. Oh, okay. That's a good choice. Um, That's a good choice. Yeah. yeah, had some had a, a beef eater for lunch, which is basically meat and cheese. Um, yeah. What else? That's uh, the balanced diet. <laughs> yeah, dip, and, some, and some dipping sauce. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, making sure, keeping that cholesterol going. Uh, <laughs> 57 <laughs> is a good time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was today was all about getting ready to go to the rally tomorrow. So, um, but the machines were running, making parts. Don't no one despair. Yeah. So uh, what they, did you get? What did you get for your birthday? Get any? Get any um, cake? Any donuts? Well, I went to. Well, well, speaking of that, remember that? Remember that nice lithograph you got me from SEMA? Um. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That has been framed, and that was one uh, of my, that was one of my birthday presents, and we're supposed to bring that out and show it to everybody tonight. It's sitting oh, right cool. over here. Yeah, I would love to see that. Actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna need some help though moving it around because it's it's you know it's framed. It's pretty big. Okay. So, mm-hmm. but oh wait a minute, here comes my helper. It's right Uh-oh. there. Let's see what we got here. She's gonna open it up. Let's see. Let's see this around over here. Um, there we go. Um, so um, well, while that gets open, I'm gonna run and grab food real quick. I'll be right okay. back. Okay. Yeah. Well, I see you've got a fragile sign in the background. Fragile. Something oh, says fragile. That's yeah. fragile. That's some more artwork. Actually. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Okay. Oh, look at that! Oh my God, that looks awesome. Actually. Oh, that is real cool. Yeah. Bring it a little closer. Bring it a little closer, Peg. <laughs> closer. A little bit closer. A little bit closer. A little bit closer. There you go. So this thing is actually, awesome. as you can see, it's a gum out um, um, additives thing, but it's super uh, patriotic, you know, Sherman tanks and P-51 yeah. Mustangs and 
missiles and explosions and flags and yeah, yeah. lots of America. And the uh, the artists of that um, actually signed something to you uh, there from Max Zemo. Max Grundy to Walter. Yeah, yeah, Zemo. very cool. And then, he, then he signed it. Yes. Yeah, so. that looks bigger than I remember. Uh, well, in the yeah, frame. nicely framed. Yes. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Not cheap yeah. either, by the way. Um, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually they wanted to do the frame, you know, the border way bigger. And I was like, no, no, no. It's not about the border. It's about the freaking picture. So yeah, that looks awesome. No, man. but it's it's cool. Came out really yeah. well. So Very that was nice. one of my birthday presents. Whoever picked whoever picked out that piece of artwork for you is just a genius amongst men. Just a excellent taste. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been free. <laughs> I just, did you just see that look from from uh, from Peggy there? No, it was not free, Walter. Oh, okay, okay. Just so you know, I actually, I picked that up for Walter. Um, this, oh, she can't hear me. Yeah, so I picked up this uh, piece of artwork oh, oh, here. Oh, yeah, he said it wasn't free. Yeah, no, definitely, no, definitely not free. But here's the thing, though. I picked this up at SEMA show. Walter has been to SEMA show with me at least twice. Twice, yeah. Yeah, but he couldn't go uh, this past uh, year, yeah, so. This time around, yeah. Yeah, so um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get something. Walt always gets me something cool while we're out there. At the show, actually, Walter and Peggy and the rest of the family always getting me cool stuff or us, our yes, family, yeah. cool stuff when they're traveling around. So I figured I saw this tank thing. I was like, yeah, this belongs to Walt. Yeah, that's it's cool. That's definitely cool. Yeah. Richard Hughes says, is that my handwriting on there? No, that's the yeah. artist. That's uh, Max Grundy. Yeah. The artist. I have video evidence of him signing that and everything. Yes. So, yeah, I yeah. think you. So, you, so how many vehicles will be at a military uh, vehicle show. Um, Thanks, Peggy. Depends on the show. Um, they'll probably be on Saturday. Um, now everything from jeeps to tanks. I want to know how many. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to get a kind of an estimate. They'll probably be uh, about hundred. There could be a hundred eighty wow. to hundred on on the on the day. Um, and if you go to a big show like, for example, War and Peace in England, um, the War that's the biggest military vehicle thing in, in the world. Um, there's a few hundreds. thousand. Wow. Hundreds, yeah, yeah, I would say hundreds, yeah. And um, people come all over from all over Europe to go to that one. So, um, so and, how do, and do, they, uh, do they compete, I guess, as to how authentic they can restore them to and who's got the most rare ones? Or is it just yeah, kind of a showcase and some for sale? Or Yeah, depending on the show, there's like at the, at the one we're going to this weekend, you can register if you want to be judged. Um I usually don't do that because I'm not I'm not too worried about it. But some people are um, even the big ones. They'll do that, too. If you want to be judged. But um, I just go to have fun, see my friends. You know, yeah. um, there's always people selling stuff too. you know, like vendors and people bring, you know, it's like, kind of like a uh, swap meet, you know. Yeah. yeah. So you could, you could go there and pick up a tank. Um, eh, you might start a deal on a tank, but you're not going to pick it up there. Oh, OK. <laughs> there will be tanks there. There will be tanks there. Like I said, um, but that's from those tanks will be from. There's one person who has. He's got a bunch of stuff. And yeah. Did you say there was going to be stuff with live fire or no? Yeah. Oh, look at the guy that brings his tanks out. All have live guns. Oh, okay. So how cool is that though? I mean, <laughs> what did you do today? Uh, I bought a tank. I bought yeah. a tank. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know people. That, uh, that's the way you roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Oh, so um, Spencer wants to show you something else. He did a uh, he did a picture of me. Let's see here. Uh -oh. I, I, I haven't oh, even boy. seen it. 
Oh, Picasso. <laughs> Look at this. Let's see. Hold on. Wait. Let's see. Holy, that's Walter. It's supposed to be me. It looks like I'm I'm all angry and camoed out and <laughs> I got palm trees. Happy on birthday, Dad. That's really cute. Well, nicely done. Nicely done, Spencer. Yeah. Okay. Think? I think yeah. it's pretty awesome. It made me, made me yeah. looking all angry and stuff. Did you give your dad a hug and a kiss for that? With that? Does that come along with it? No. Later, later, later. No, no, later. no, no, no public displays of affection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anime eyes and spiky. Yeah, hair. she was giving me anime eyes and stuff. So. Yeah, I like how you got square eyes. That's interesting. Well, those Mad are like man. Or something, or what? No, those are glasses he's wearing. Square eyebrows or something? What's going on there? I don't know. Those are glasses he's wearing. See, I, do I have square eyes? No, I don't have square eyes. Yeah. Uh, square head, maybe. I call Rondi. Are you Rondi? <laughs> um, what was that, Will? What was Will? I think Will was trying to get something in. Oh, I just had it. I had his name. Madman and Multicam. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jake Delahome says, happy bicentennial, Walter. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Jake. Uh, yeah, uh, Jake. Uh, yeah, you can rot in hell, too. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, With all love. Bless yeah, your heart. Yeah, yeah. Bless your heart. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, and then I, I went, I came back to the shop and then the UPS man had brought, uh, my mother-in-law had purchased me um, what's called a, um, a Cajun Kringle, which is basically like a pastry. They make it at this one um, bakery in New Orleans. So it's like a maple. It's got maple and pecans and kind of like a coffee cake kind of thing. Oh yeah, sounds um, delicious. Yeah, so that showed up. So we ate half of that in about five minutes in the shop. And then um then I also just showed up in the mail today. Yes. Oh awesome. Ooh, I was having what this is, Walt. This is a Galil. Um I bought a parts kit. That is really cool looking, man. I gotta ears, say ears, is that an SAR? I um is that SAR the one without the without the I get confused. That's why yeah. I'm asking. There's this like one does not have models. Yeah, this does not have the the uh, bipod mount. Okay, um, but it, okay. But folding stock and all that good oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, is that yeah. so? Is this this is original or these are? No, this, this is built from a parts kit. Um, okay. The, the receiver is a Century Arms receiver. Um, I, I can't remember when I bought the receiver. I know I probably bought the parts kit at Knob Creek. Who knows when? It has a nice patina though. Yeah, I wanted to keep it like battlefield pickup. Just yeah, that's nice. cool, man. So I could have got it all coated nice and black, and but I said, no, no, that, no, just, no, no. that looks man, great. Just leave it natural, and you know, it looks like it's actually used and stuff. So. Yeah, it looks like a 1911 or something. I mean, look know? at this radio magazine. It's got a painted <laughs> number on the bottom. Yeah. If you look close on the one side, there's actually somebody scratched their name in it or something. I don't know if you can see it or not. It's hard to no. see. People pay good money to have their guns seracoted. <laughs> yeah. <like that. laughs> I, I always like the people that get their guns distressed. It's yeah. like if you want your gun distressed, just put a put a strap on it and go walk in the woods for a while. Yeah. Psych Psycho three sixteen says he has to log out. He's at work, but he wants to he wants you to know. He's Good night, you happy. Yeah, he's sending you happy birthday wishes, Walt. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. So he's he's in Vegas, so he's working oh. right now. Viva lost wages. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, man, that's really cool. Yeah. So that no. was your your birthday gift to yourself? Well, I I've had the parts kit for years. And I've had the receiver for years. And I finally, um, I said, you know what? I'm going to get someone that I know that builds um, AKs. Not that I couldn't do it, but I just, I didn't feel like it. <laughs> I got lazy, I guess. Yeah. So I handed it off to uh, Troy at uh, uh, InRange C2. 
and um, he assembled it for me and um, I test fired it and all that good stuff. So um, I didn't have to monkey with it and it just showed up and I, I liked that. So <laughs> no, um, that's classic, man. I really like the patina. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I left the, I left the muzzle brake loose cause I'm going to get a, uh, probably a gem tech uh, brake for it so we can put the can on it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, go have some fun with it. Shoot it, man. These yeah, guns, like, these guns like this, shoot as fast as you can. <laughs> Needs to be full auto, Walt. Well, Go ahead, Will. Oh, I'm envious. I'm I'm a big AK fan, and uh, I've got a pretty extensive pre-band collection, but I still am lacking a Valmet and a Galil. Oh, so. me too. Yeah, I'm, dro- I'm drooling. I don't have a I don't have a Valmet. Um, I don't have a pre-band or a real real Galil. Um, I have another Century Arms Galil that I bought, and then. Actually, when the assault weapons ban was still in place, I built my own Galil. Um, <laughs> uh, um, and there was, uh, and there, there was no, there was well, actually, I didn't, I didn't violate anything doing it because um, I, I didn't make the stock folding and all that stuff. But I built the receiver from, from demilled receiver sections, and I actually welded sheet metal to the sides of those, and made a receiver. Um, wow. So yeah, that was that was you know I did what I had to do to make one when you couldn't get one. So yeah. Now if you look at the link I threw up there, okay, I threw up a link in the chat so everyone could see it. This is what I would get you, Walter, if I was truly a baller for uh-oh, your birthday. Oh, I see. Did you see this gold. Saudi Crown Prince gifted golden submachine gun in Pakistan? That That's- is that that meat. Meets and exceeds Pam 2019. <laughs> yeah. So just like, you know, this is my imaginary gift to you, Walter. Well, I, I like your imagination. I would take yeah. it. Uh, but, you know, there's one problem, though. I mean, you got all that pretty gold on it, but then you got regular old black plastic. You know, if you were really balling, man, you'd have somebody make a special uh, lower and a, a yeah, special true. K grip and everything, man. Yeah. I, I just can't go full cartel. i i normally don't i don't like gold guns you know and shiny stuff like that because it's not very useful but it's nice to have one in the collection man if you're gonna have a nice collection why not have like a nice dictator gun in there if some crown prince mofo is gonna give it to me i'm gonna take it so yeah yeah i will also shoot it i am not i think every gun should be shot just like every car should be driven yeah i have a couple guns i have not shot so really yeah what he guns does, do you have that you haven't shot i got a couple of henry um eagle scout rifles that haven't been shot um i got a um what's his name actor cowboy um or john wayne revolver mm-hmm. that i've never shot um, okay uh, well where <clears throat> where i messed up in in the beginning is buying new in the box guns collectibles because you never, you never will shoot them. Well, I, I won't shoot them because mm-hmm. it, it just destroys the value. If I was going to, sh- you know, buy a shooter, I should have bought one that had already been fired. You yeah. know, like, for instance, I've got a, a Dragon off. I've got an NDM 86 that's still got the factory wrap and everything on it. The first time I pull the trigger, whoop, there goes the value. So, yeah. So you can just look at it and like, oh, yeah, but I don't do that anymore. If, oh, if, okay. I, I, if I look for guns now, um, I like them in excellent condition, but I want them already fired because then I don't yeah. feel guilty about taking them out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, yeah. 
So is there really, I mean, is that really a thing though? If you fire it, then you, how, like how drastically do you reduce the value of it? Well, uh, for instance, on, on that dragon off, it dropped at about $3,000. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. One I shot. Think. Three thousand dollars. No, I mean, well, and, and they've all been shot. If if you ask if me, you, I mean, most every gun has been factory been tested. Test yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if you buy it with that intention of not doing it, that's one thing. But if you buy it and then you have all this remorse about it and you can't shoot it and all this stuff, it's like, yeah, that was right. You know, I mean, yeah, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, there are guns. I think I'm pretty sure I've got guns I have not shot just because those are probably the things that have come in. Maybe one or two things out there that I ne- just never got around to. But you know, we get these things because we want to use them. So I, yeah, I mean, I'm like I said, the the John Wayne one because that is a commemorative type thing. Those kind of guns, if you start shooting them and using them, yes, they do go down in value. I mean, you know, it's well and. And there's different mindsets, right? I mean, you've got the collector and you've got the shooter, and then you've got people that kind of cross both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. I love to shoot, but I've got a lot of collectibles, and your collection grows to the size that theoretically I could shoot them, but realistically, do I have time to shoot all the guns in my collection? Not really. So yeah. I pick no. the ones that I want to have fun with, and I go out and right, play right. with them and right. leave yeah. the other ones to. Right. No, I wouldn't knock you for not shooting them. I get it. As a collector, there's yeah. I get it. There's certain things that um, you just wouldn't shoot. And I'm sure there's certain like reasons for certain cars and things like that out there that people won't drive. Yeah, because if you, that car you, gets crashed, they'll never. You see those guys like at Goodwood when they in England, when they drive those collectible old Ferraris and stuff and race the hell out of them, man. Yeah, that's. Yeah. But that's that's guys that have, you know, 50 million dollars is not stupid money. It's chump change to them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Believe it or not, yeah. so it's it's not a big deal, you know. Yeah, yeah. Plus they got they got somebody to fix it if they crash it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. I'm totally I'm my my frame of mind is use it down to the ground, <laughs> down to the ground. Oh, speaking down to the ground, you see the fire in New Orleans today? Mm, no, where was the fire? Well, they There's had a, a bunch of news. Big a big uh, fire at a mansion on St. Charles. It's called Rex Mansion, I believe. Okay. Um, and. When the fire guys got there, it was fully engulfed. I mean, just fire, just huge flame coming out the top of this of the of the of the building. Yeah, so that's big deals in New Orleans today. So. Mm. Mm. Okay. Peggy's, Peggy's my wife's uh, two brothers are both firemen in New Orleans. So yeah, hopefully no one no one's hurt in that. I don't think there was any uh, people in the in the house got out, and then a couple of small injuries with the firemen. But it's taken all day to get it under control. So okay, okay. So, um, you know, let's uh, let's switch. OK, we got Will here. We've got to talk about Bear Creek cattle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell us, uh, have you were you born into beef or? No, um, I've had multiple careers. Uh, I graduated from the Citadel Military College and uh, went the computer software industry and then later uh, served as a state law enforcement agent for South Carolina and then in communications, and then uh, I actually started Bear Creek as a hobby. Um, so I had an acre and a half of land, and uh, there was a big farm that surrounded. And uh, I lived there, I guess, eight years. I lived here eight years. And um, unfortunately, the land came for sale. Uh, the gentleman that owned it passed away, and his estate wanted to liquidate the land. And uh, so I, I bought the land basically to protect my environment. Now, I, I did like 
farming is a hobby as because I, I live, man, I live right on the edge of the national forest. I live way out in the, the boondocks, but you know, I didn't consider it as a career. Uh, but when I purchased this land, the first thing I, I thought of was, Hey, I need to get some cattle and I want to do the, the same thing that everybody else does and raise calves and sell them into the commercial market and uh, help, help offset the cost of owning all this property. Well, as time rocked on, I said, you know, if I'm going to have cows, I might as well raise beef. And so I started raising beef and then, you know, gave it to family and friends. And that kind of caught on and people were nudging me, hey, man, you ought to sell this beef. And um, I went ahead and got all the licensing to do so and started with a couple of small retail locations. And then it just kind of wagon wheeled and spiraled and and uh, now we serve a little over 30 restaurants we've got two big distributors and some some days I think we're too big you know because it it uh, it becomes more difficult to manage it as it as it gets larger and the the unfortunate reality of farming nationwide is margins are very slim so what does that equate as you grow you don't have that extra margin to hire you know, on farm labor. And, you know, I, I, I do have help. Um, but, you know, there, there's a large burden that continues to ride on my shoulders as, as I'm sure is with every small business. Um, farming those seven days a week, 365 days a year. Yeah, that's not an easy thing at all, man. And it's uh, it's very intensive labor wise, you know, and, and like today, even before this podcast, you know, as you guys may follow the weather, we're getting drowned. Right. Oh, it's, it's horrible. So I've got rice paddies for, for pastors and I'm, I was knee deep in the mud and rolling these hay rings, 40 yards, you know, and that's I was not good. That's not good for the cattle though, either. No, no, it's, it's not good for their feet. Now what I did today, um, to kind of help is I moved, uh, their hay where they were going to eat on the side of a hill. So all the rain would drain off and they're not standing in mud. So, you know, there's ways that you can manage that, but you know, <clears throat> no, to answer your question, I, I wasn't born into farming. I, I started this business from scratch. I had four cows when I started. Um, now I've got five farms and, you know, cattle wow. in different locations and I'm here and there trying to check on them. And so what um the uh, the breed or the type of cattle that you primarily raise? Okay. Um, I've got a couple of different breeds. And uh, what I started the program with was Bromby, which is a very rare Swiss breed and kind of looks like the brown Swiss milk cow, but beefier. It's a dual purpose breed. And um, they have a great temperament and their attributes for farm life, raising calves, super. But the key that I wanted, they have a unique texture to their muscle. So it gives natural tenderness. But as I progressed uh, with that breed, I realized why Black Angus is so popular. Oh, and okay. so I, there was I a started, reason why it was rare, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I started introducing a lot of Black Angus genetics. And, um, you know, that gives that, you know, you talk about marbling, and um, that's what puts that intermuscular fat. It's, it's, a, it's twofold. One, one, it's what we finish the cattle on, but two, it's genetics. You don't have the genetics. You can feed them whatever you want, and they're never going to marble like the steaks that you guys got. Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. There's a bunch of questions here. Um, here's an interesting one from Tyvon Show. Actually, a comment. Tyvon says, um, "I thought he looked familiar. I think he pulled me 
over a few years back on either I-40 or I-75. <laughs> Man, I've hid for a long time. <laughs> Tyvin's a truck driver, yeah. a tractor-trailer driver. So. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, Blue Dog Jones wants to know how many head uh, do you run out there? Okay. Um, so personally, I've got 135 mama cows. Um, but when you get in all phases of life, uh, you end up with the mamas, the calves, yearlings, you know, growing all the way up to. So when we finish and process beef, they're 15 to 18 months old. So I can push as many as close to 200 at one time, but then that'll fluctuate, you know, obviously as we send them to, to the beef market. Um, I also have a contractor that I partnered with early on it with my business and the way I did that, I went to him. Uh, I developed a protocol from all life stages of being natural and the finished feed in the end. And uh, he makes a premium over what he would make selling into the commercial market. And he has 900. So he's much larger, um, but he sticks to our protocol. And we process about 200, 250 head of cattle, I guess, a year, something like that. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm, uh, you know, is that, is that on the small scale or larger scale of what the overall industry does or in the middle? Well, industry wise, I'm not a gnat in a whirlwind. I mean, it's just uh, every, everything, the small farmer is, is in trouble and they're going extinct. Unfortunately. I mean, you Mm -hmm. can go to just a cattle sale, Right. And the average age person that I see is 60, 65 years old. You don't see young guys like me. And, you know, that's because the industry is against the small farmer. And what I mean is infrastructure, land cost, equipment cost. I mean, you have to have considerable outside income to get your wheels rolling. And it's just hard, hard to get that start. But, you know, size wise, as as a local producer, I'd say we're one of the larger names uh, in Georgia. But, you know, our our reach through one distributor, we service the southeast through Blue Ribbon Foods. They're a direct to home distributor. So if anybody's interested in getting that, uh, you can go on Internet and search Blue Ribbon Foods. And they uh, they service uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia and Alabama. And uh, but, yeah, yeah, I think that is a thing. I mean, we uh, I know I live in in farm country and. you know, I've seen that as well from a lot of the, the, the folks that have big pieces of land around where I live. They tell me that their kids don't want to do this. You know, it's hard work. <laughs> yeah. A lot of days I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. a lot of responsibility, too. I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just think about it. You know, you have all this land. Uh, there's a whole bunch of things. It's not you can't just own the land. There's a whole bunch of things going on with taking care of the land. There's machinery. There's, you know, vehicles, taxes, employees, if you've got people actually helping you do all these things. Um, and then when you have if, if you've got cattle, I'm assuming then, you know, you've got you have to have vets, you know, feeding bills, all kinds of stuff that goes into that whole thing. And I know that there are lots of people who who don't want to do it and they're moving away from it. I don't know if that's going to change with all these different states that are getting into uh, growing the marijuana. I don't know. If you, <laughs> well, I don't know if you heard about that. better. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I, Georgia, I, can't, I can't cook. I can't eat no marijuana like I hate that steak. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, the kind of grass fed beef. That's I don't want no freaking. You know, <laughs> yeah. 
What happens if cows eat uh, marijuana? Does does that make them? I've never run that experiment. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have it readily accessible. Is that, is that, that's, that's the cannabis breed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know what you think about that. I think that um like I know Georgia has some very strict laws, right? They do. Um yeah. I, my my personal thoughts uh I don't I don't see it as any different than alcohol personally, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and there was prohibition at one time and you know, certainly the particular area of Georgia that, that I live in uh, is even very anti-alcohol. But, you know, um, I guess I believe in, in freedom of choice, um, mm-hmm. maybe more of a, even a libertarian mindset. And, um, you know, as long as it's not harming anybody else. And, you know, <clears throat> the argument will always be, well, you know, people that, that use marijuana, they're harming their family or this, that and the other. But, you know, I, I would say there are a lot fewer uh, car accidents caused by, or, or maybe even a, a better example, uh, domestic violence incidents caused by marijuana than than alcohol. Alcohol is the number one. Uh, yeah, I think alcohol has a diff- it has uh, varying reactions uh, to yeah, different some people. Some people are happy drunk. Some people are. Or mad drunks, and other people just yeah. fall asleep, no, you know. Yeah, and I, I, hey, I have never smoked weed or anything like that. I have lots of friends who've done that growing up. I'm from the Caribbean, so <laughs> you know, you can just take that for whatever you want. I yeah, up, yeah, I grew up with that. My dad was smoking weed, probably one of the first things I can ever remember. So you know, I've never seen, I've never seen people get mad and you know, uh, go psycho on that. So unless it's laced, I know there's laced things, but even in those cases, it just you know. Like when they lace it with um, like there's different things over there that can switch people's brains off or whatever. But for the most part, that's not something that makes uh, people violent. Well, you know, in in the cattle business, when you really get down to it, I'm a grass farmer because if I don't manage the grass, then I'm not going to have, you know, food year round for the cattle. And if they legalize it, I may just change the type of grass I farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, the, th- the thing about all that, everybody starts thinking that, but like here in Florida, you just can't, even though when they legalize it, you just can't start growing it because it, no. they've set up a racket where just certain people, certain businesses can do it. People that were in the inside from the start, they can do it, but you just sit and watch on the sidelines while they make millions of dollars, though. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, that's that's one of my problems with this whole legalized marijuana thing. It's only legal for certain folks to make money, um, and most yeah. of those people are politically connected. So yeah, we would have to see where those rules go, go. I think that it's too bad that that we're having issues with farms and stuff like that. America is a bread basket. Well, we feed uh, the world, yeah. so yeah. Uh, yeah. Most important, yeah, and more, and more importantly, ourselves. I think we want to make sure that we stick to that. But I know it's not as super sexy to a lot of the people that um, that grew up in these uh, farm areas and that their their family had those things. It's not as sexy to them well, to do and it, it. And you have to think too. One one of the attractions for someone that inherits an operation is you know rising land values. So I can either go out as as a young person and I can farm these hundreds of acres that I inherited you know, and, and work my whole life and, and never be wealthy, or I can sell this land and never do anything and, and profit from it. So, I mean, unfortunately, and I, and I think it's terrible because, you know, 
the more commercialized farming gets, the more, you know, there's horror stores, horror mm-hmm. stories behind the scenes of the stuff that we eat. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, typically the small producer is the the guy or gal that's going to genuinely care about the land because it's theirs and they're going to care about producing a product, you know, like Bear Creek Cattle Company. That's Will. That's Will Beatty. If if I if I send something out, um, that's my pride. on right. it. So and, yeah. I'm always going to make sure that I, I try, you know, to produce the best. But like mm-hmm. like in the craft beer thing, I think mm-hmm. no, correct me if I'm wrong. It's almost just, it's like a craft meat thing where you have, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're, it is. your customers are looking for the really good stuff. Yeah, they're not. Looking, it is. They're not looking for Costco hamburger. They're looking for, no. you know, they're the really good, high quality stuff. So, you know, I yeah, think, I think absolutely. eating stuff. I think eating stuff is that. Like I've no. Like if you eat something and you're not full, or you're well, no. If you eat something and you're not satisfied, right? Satisfaction, taste, stuff like that has a lot to do with you feeling full. You know, if you if you do that, then that's how people wind up overeating and all that stuff. And I think a lot of people are starting to see that. But that's what we used to do back in the days when a lot of this was more organic. You know, now organic is like an industry. Well, that's what. Yeah. Well, and, and Tyvin was asking, is your beef organic? No, it's not. Okay. Um, we we call it all natural. And I, I'll tell you, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors, even with yeah. organic. Um, you know, if you go by the letter of the law. Uh, a cow can be raised for beef and never step one foot on real grass and be organic. So, you know, the way that I developed the program is I wanted to do it the old fashioned way. I don't put any kind of extra hormones, uh, added growth hormones or anything with the cattle. Um, And I try to grow the cattle in the most natural way, uh, stress-free way possible to produce the best product. But I'll tell you the whole, the whole grass fed, uh, movement, you know, the, the way that I set, you know, my vision for Bear Creek Cattle Company in the beginning was I actually just wanted to produce the best. I wanted to do it the old fashioned way, but my original intent was I wanted somebody to take a bite of steak and go, wow, that's the best steak I've ever had. And then think, okay, well, it was raised on grass its entire life. It's all natural. It's local, you know, which local is kind of uh, ambiguous because our, our reach is stretching. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's certainly, you know, I, I would put our beef, you know, and I'm a humble guy here, but um, I would put our, <laughs> I, I would put our that beef. Always the next uh, word. So always <laughs> go up, ahead, go ahead. Up against a product, you know, from New York to California. And, um, you know, I I certainly benchmark our product everywhere I travel. I I go to steakhouses and and I always hope to find something that just uh, the wow factor is an 11 so that I can try and figure out what I need to do to improve it. But I'm rarely impressed. Um, Have you ever have you ever had a chance to eat at Burns Steakhouse down in Tampa? I have not. Oh, I, I, I've heard of it. <laughs> that is uh, Marley and I, my fiance and I got engaged at Burns and now that's our yearly tradition, but it's an experience. It's definitely worth it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, exhale is in the, is in the chat. Exhale says happy birthday. Walt. Oh, thank you. Um, there's still a bunch of happy birthdays coming through here. So listen, you know what we, um, you know, I, I think that, we were talking about this, I think, yesterday, right? Well, people were talking about Made in America 
And, you know, and we're there's a lot of things that we buy that are not made in America and we have to do that. But I think there's some things for me, especially the stuff you consume. At some point, we have to come to this understanding. You try to be healthy. But I think a lot of it to me, what I've found out is if I eat things that, that, that people think oh, this is healthy. This is great for you. You can, you can eat so much tofu or whatever and oh, not feel God satisfied. Almighty, no, <laughs> you know, man, or there's man lots of, ain't, des- you know, man ain't designed to be no damn grazing animal. <laughs> no, no, we are, we're supposed to, we're, we're the guys that kill the mammoth and eat the mammoth and the mammoth eats. I always say, I eat the animals that eat the grass or mm-hmm. eat the vegetables. You know, secondhand I mean, vegetarian. That's right. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, come on. <laughs> will, I will. Some of these, some of these nut jobs that run around are eating tofu and eating all this. They don't eat meat. They don't eat any. Any. There's some Look, weird. Even fish. Like I like fish, but only certain kinds of fish, and I don't find it to be satisfying. Or I, I, well, yeah. I mean, I don't eat a lot of like a. Uh, um, fish with gills but i eat a lot of things like i love lobster and shrimp and things like that i i love seafood i um, i eat seafood all the time but the, but the one thing is i can't raise seafood no, i can raise can't. beef <laughs> right, right yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah uh, um, okay i think patrick had a question uh, richard hees wants to know what's your favorite cut well, there you go oh, good question it's a tough you know one. <laughs> all right before i got into the into the beef business it was ribeye um but at as I've been in the, I've been in the business now for seven years and I don't eat beef, you know, contrary to popular belief, every single meal of every day, you know, I, I, I would I get, would if I could, but. I don't know if I'd get tired of it. <laughs> no, you know, you know. You say that. no, probably but, yeah, realistically. No, of course not. But, yeah. but to the point of the question, um, I think that our beef is always best with very minimal seasoning. However, me personally, I do put different seasonings on different cuts because I like to change the flavor up mm-hmm. intentionally. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't really have a favorite cut anymore because one gets kind of boring to me. So, you know, I, I try odd cuts, culottes, tri-tips, terrace majors, you know, a lot of stuff that your average person has never even heard of. Exactly. And, never even heard of it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, there, and there's so many, there's so many cool things that you can do with beef. And, you know, one of these days I hope to, create a channel and, and kind of explore that a little bit and try and educate the public on the different things. All right. One, one example, chuck roast, you know, nobody ever thinks of chuck roast in the summer, but man, fresh roast beef sandwiches are awesome. Mm. Oh, when it's tender and Oh yeah. yes. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. and so it's just reeducating the, the public or reminding them of, of the things that you can do with it and some of the cuts that they may not be aware of. Okay. Yeah. You know what I found? I mean, we were talking about, you were talking about seasoning and stuff like that. There's lots of things that I think don't have, there's lots of meat out there. You know, you can get the the beef, you know, we're all looking for deals. So I don't know where the beef that we're getting in like the local supermarkets and stuff like that's coming from, but I find there's no flavor in those things. And if you've got, if you're eating something and you have, what's that like uh, cilantro oil stuff that people dip beef into sometimes when they're eating it i forgot i forgot what it is there's like a you know there's a thing you get it in a little bowl and people dip it in there and it adds flavoring uh steak the only sauce. thing i know of is au jus we're <laughs> I mean, uh, like french dip sandwiches but that's not what oh, yeah. Uh, yeah lola i can't hear you what is it lola what is it chimichurri sauce, chimichurri oh, sauce. Chimichurri, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah if you have to do all of that to eat meat there's a serious problem, <laughs> in yeah. my opinion. But there's a lot of meat out there that has absolutely no taste 
in it in the first place. That's the reason why. A lot of times it's like cardboard. So, right. Well, the the, the neat things uh, or unique things about you know the beef that we produce is one we dry age the beef. You know we were mm-hmm. talking about this a little bit before we came online, and it gives it a unique flavor and it adds a lot of tenderness to it. Um, so what is but, dry aging? Yeah, and, what, yeah, what is that? Yeah, okay. I think someone leave right, it so, out in the sun for a week. Yeah, so what, what we do is we actually we hang the whole carcass for 14 days, and that allows even the ground beef to be dry aged. Now, the, the cool thing, you know, for the consumer is we take that moisture loss on the front end. So by the time it gets to the consumer, you're going to have a lot less shrinkage as well because that moisture weight is gone from the beef. You're not buying water, you're buying meat. Mm-hmm. Um, another okay. thing uh, is, is an athlete. Uh, as an accolade to our, our processor is, you know, they don't use any chemicals when they cleanse the carcass. They use an acidic wash that's just pure vinegar and water and hit it with a hot wash. I think it's 180 yeah. degrees before it goes in the dry aging chamber. Uh, and before I forget, dry aging is a biological process that breaks the muscle yeah, tissue down like, over yeah, that 14 yeah. days. Makes so, it more tender, I'd say. Absolutely. Right, right. Um, but one thing that's so uh, unique is we don't have any of the byproducts, like in our ground beef. If it doesn't come from the muscle and from fat, it doesn't go into our ground beef. It's none of these, you know, leanly, lean, finely textured, pink slime, you know, none of the <laughs> additive. Uh, hey, I mean, that's that's a reality of the commercial mm-hmm. market. and Yeah. You know, they use parts and whatever, and it's still 100% beef. Absolutely. It came within the cow somewhere, but, you know, yeah. we we use the highest quality, and it's only going to be muscle meat from the cow to produce our beef. Okay. Panhead413 says there's a company that ages their beef submerged in butter. I saw that. I've actually seen that before. Called, it, it it, 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 I, I've watched <laughs> him cut a, a ribeye. From How could that be wrong? Age. That's for the oh. health nut. <laughs> yeah. How can that? The butter layer on the outside is like this thick. Ooh. Wow. The oh whole goodness. thing coated. Oh. That's like man-made Kobe beef. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> submerged in cheese. That's the next thing. Yeah. Richard Hughes says, "There's no seaweed in your ground beef." <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. We don't yeah. make beet loaf. <laughs> yeah, um, I think there's another question here of uh, do government laws, etc., hurt the business? Um, what kind of stuff like that are you guys dealing with, regulation-wise? Yeah, um, possibly. I, I would say you know the larger operations, probably in the Midwest. You know, you, you face the EPA and EPD right. more so than, than as a small producer. Um, r- really, you know, we're, we're good stewards of the land, so we don't get calls for, you know, people downstream, you know, caused by erosion and, right. and stuff like that. So we don't have a lot of government interaction. Um, there is a, there, there's a lot of uh, challenges, I guess, when it comes to providing beef direct to consumer um, through the USDA and also in our state, the Department of Agriculture. And, you know, there's licensing and stuff involved. And, you know, we can't repackage uh, beef after it leaves the USDA plant because it goes with, a, with a, a facility number that's attached to our label. And that ties directly back to the USDA plant that we use because we process under inspection. So, you know, there's a, there's a little bit of challenge there, but, you know, I, I don't, feel unduly scrutinized at my small capacity. Okay, cool. Now, you, for, um, go, ahead, go ahead. Do you guys make any jerky as well? 
or is it all fresh cut steaks? Well, we we did it at one time. Uh, I would say this was four years ago. We we began a jerky program, and uh, that was through our processor. They actually have a, an in-house smoker that's about the size of a walk-in cooler. Wow! And um, yeah, they they did the the brine for us and cured it and then smoked it and. Um, it was excellent. It just wasn't very cost effective, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and there's only certain cuts. So like a, as a small producer, you know, you're you're processing two or four or 10 cows a week, you know, whatever mm-hmm. a small producer is at. Well, you've only got certain cuts because you're, you're looking at your London broils and your eye of rounds and your evenly uh, shaped cuts that are very uh, lean because the, the fat in jerky is what goes rancid. So it's just, it's, it's difficult to produce it on a small scale. Okay. Uh, we got a bunch of, let me see, let me see if I can hit some questions in here. Um, okay. <clears throat> this is a silly question. Lights out 183 says, is it true cow farts are destroying the world? <laughs> Absolutely. With plastic bottles. <laughs> no, that's the most ridiculous thing I've, yeah, I've ever yeah. heard of. You know, there's so many other. What are we going to yeah. quit eating? And, if anybody's and, farts are going to destroy the world, it's going to be me. Oh, I could join in on that. <laughs> yeah. uh, just all yeah. you all you need is one erupting volcano. Oh God! Yeah, you got your erupting volcano. It's like a hundred years worth yeah. of toxins into the air that we. And guess use. what? We're all still here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so figure that one out. Yeah. You know, and and the thing is, the the local all natural movement is is actually uh, helping with that, you know, so to speak, because there's, you know, the the stocking density is much less than it used to be. And and that's really a, a growing trend. Even, even the larger producers are all trying natural. to go for that. Yeah. All natural. You know, some of it's in, in name only, I, I'm afraid, right, right. in, in the mm-hmm. big production arena. I mean, but, you know, because back in the old days, the cattle grazed an open pasture for <laughs> hundreds of thousands of acres. And, they, you know, <laughs> they did the cattle drives and all that stuff. But how in, 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 in commercial production, that doesn't happen anymore, does it? I mean, uh, no. Well, I, yes and no. I mean, you, we still have some huge ranches. You know, there, there's some in Florida. Florida is yeah, one of the largest uh, states for producing cattle. And Oh, yeah. I think it's the second largest in the country. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. And where, um, where I live, you see those like bumper stickers on the trucks that say <laughs> beef, it's what's for dinner. You see that all over the place. Yeah. Lots mm-hmm. of cow farms. And I mean, you, yeah. you get out, you get out in the mid, uh, in the West, in the Midwest and Texas. I mean, you've got ranches with thousands and thousands of yeah. acres. I mean, they, they literally, they have helicopters and they go look for their right. herd, right. you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, that exists, but you know, and, and there's a place for, for the commercial market because they're, you know, realistically, there's no way to produce enough food to feed the nation off of small guys like me. I'm mm-hmm. I'm always going to be a boutique premium producer. And mm-hmm. so, th- you know, there's got to be a, a niche even for a lower price point. Not not everybody comes from right. the same walk of life and, and can right. afford premium beef. Right. Yeah. Now, I, what I see a lot where I live is people actually sponsor like a cow or two. You know, um, do you do that kind of stuff? Sponsor Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you, cow share and, and stuff like that. I've, do you get do you get pictures to keep with the cow and everything? No, you sponsor <laughs> a cow, you raise this cow, and then it gets slaughtered. Oh, then you, you get all the meat. Yours, yeah, you get all the okay. meat that okay. yeah at one time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I haven't you know done that yet. We we do something similar. Okay, it's not from 
birth, you know, to, to finish, but we do sell whole cows and, and we split those into halves and quarters. And, you know, we're getting that, that package size down even smaller. So it's basically the same concept. You know, it's a group going in and they're taking the whole cow. They get it at a reduced price because they're buying the whole cow at once. Mm-hmm. And, um, they all have a package that suits their budget. So yeah, yeah. In, in a way. So, so how does this ratio go? Um, one person, how many cows do they need per year? Okay. You know, it's, it's like, is one dude eating a whole cow a year or well, that, cow feed like, you know, four or six people? Well, are you food? eating cow? Are you eating beef for every meal? Well, that, yeah, that, that's the real, that's the real question, right? right. So, uh, our average cow weighs about 12 or 1300 pounds and it'll produce about 450 to 500 pounds of beef. And, you know, you portion that half a pound per person, you know, how, how many meals do you want? You know, and, and is it a one person? Is it a four, four person family, which leads me, I don't want to forget. um, We are actually announcing the largest giveaway in history on Bear Creek Cattle Company's Instagram next week. So we're going to be giving away July 4th enough beef to feed an average family of four. And there that's a little bit subjective, but we're giving away a half a cow, which will fill a 21 cubic foot freezer away on July 4th. And it's going to be simple instructions. Going so you have to be on the Instagram, right? Yep, got to follow us on Instagram, and then you know there'll be some friend tagging and and small details, but we'll we'll definitely make that announcement. Oh, okay. Um, and the Instagram is Bear Bear Creek Cattle Company. Simple. So let me ask another question: What's that prize package worth? About eighteen hundred dollars MSRP. Okay. Okay. All right. So okay. So everyone, get up on Bear Creek Cattle Company on Instagram and follow. Um, Throw that yeah. damn tofu away and get some meat in your system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then let, let, um, you know, let them know that you heard about them yeah, here. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, we're, we're going to be talking, you know, I'm into beef, so we'll be talking about this. <laughs> um, how can people who want to purchase beef from you, how can they go about that? Right now, really, there's only a few ways. Okay. It's, it's either locally through our retailers, direct from us, if it's in quantity, um, but we're currently revamping our website completely, and we are going to be uh, there. There's some hurdles in shipping beef. Okay, when you when you purchase through one of the big big producers, you know Omaha Steaks, Allen yeah. Brothers, all the ones that everybody knows. So they buy shipping containers and and get the best shipping rates. You know, just by the thousands. And when you're a small producer, the cost of shipping is prohibitive, especially when your home headquarters is in a rural area, but we're trying to work through those hurdles and uh, hopefully we'll get it to where we've got some packages that we can sell online and ship nationwide. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, um, and then let me see, there was uh, what was the other thing I wanted to get into here? There's a bunch of different questions. Okay. Uh, Mike Bryan is asking the IG name. So if you can give that again, that'll be good. Yeah. It's Bear um, Creek Cattle Company. Yeah. Bear Creek Cattle Company guys, go check that out. Uh, um, and then, let's, okay, let's see. We've got some uh, questions here of new stuff coming up. Uh, I carry my revolver in single action. Says Hank, did you hear the MAGA kid is going to sue the Washington Post and other yeah. media for two fifty? Have we talked about that yet? No, we haven't. Hey, um, oh, Jesse's being charged. Wait, oh, is he part of the suit? He, he no, Je- Jesse, no, Jesse, or Jesse, Jesse Smollett or whatever. Oh, Jesse, charged, yes, man. yes. He going, he he going to 
He gonna go to court. I think it's going to grand jury, right? That thing's going to grand jury, the Jesse Smollett thing. Yeah. Um, so we'll Good. see. Yeah, he's now labeled a suspect. I think there. I saw some stuff saying that that he probably that came to the set. You know, he probably wrote that letter. There's a whole bunch of things going. I'd like on there. to see him cry for real. So, <laughs> he'll cry when he goes in the courtroom. That's going to be unfolding. Right. So yeah, these um, so these kids in the hats, they're suing the one. Yeah, of course, two hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah. And I, Marley yeah. and I talked about this last night. <clears throat> if anybody mm-hmm. remembers, maybe five years ago. When Gawker got sued by Hulk Hogan, yes, uh, yes, 140 million, it caused him to go under, and CEO of the company uh, basically put him in debt for the rest of his life. Like he had to announce personal bankruptcy. I'd like mm-hmm. to see that happen to Washington yeah. Post or whomever it is. I'm totally on board. Oh, yeah. Somebody needs to be made an example of, and so media will start checking Pay their it. sources before they run with everything. Paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the, and the thing is, every story like this that you know, is proven false in the end discredits true victims. Yeah. And it gives 100%. them less of a oh, it also, you know? it also makes, it, you, you get to the point where you can't, you don't believe anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hear, you hear a story in the news like, oh, that can't be real. Yep. <laughs> can't be right. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. And there's a, so in the case of the kids, what I think is terrible about that, these are kids, they're not media savvy or anything like that. I think, you know, I mean, there's a lot of adults that are not media savvy, but to go after kids and set them up in this way to make them look like the bad guys when really this kid did what what I expect kids to do, you know? Like this guy was was uh, beating the drum and playing all this stuff in his face and he was just smiling, you know? I mean, um, lots of kids do that. My kids do that if they feel uncomfortable or whatever it is. They sure, didn't attack this reaction. guy. They didn't, mm-hmm. yeah, they didn't attack yeah, him. Smiling they didn't is a natural him. reaction yeah, to you. They were, they were very respectful. You, you, right, you know, did, so. he, he had a MAGA hat on, didn't he? Yeah, but so what? I well, mean, that's I know all it takes. What, yeah, that's, that's what the big problem was. But for all we know, like these kids could have bought those guy, hats. They could have bought those hats in DC, though. I mean, whether I don't think there's anything wrong with them having the hats, but they could have just seen these hats, right? And been like, oh, these are cool. This is what you know. This is what people don't realize about all this stuff that they're doing. It's just like hip hop back in the '80s when people vilify something, kids think, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can't. So why go after these kids just because they were wearing a hat? You know, we don't really know what their politics are. And they're young kids. So their politics are pretty, pretty basic. And and here we go. We got a Jesse Smollett thing where we the media gets behind the known liar. (laughs) Yeah. Um, because then because it fits the narrative of the yeah, oh, those poor those poor <laughs> engines, you know and yeah all that stuff and you know it's yeah. that whole thing too yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely intentional promotion of these issues i mean yeah. the the media think, loves to you know they love to get behind that kind of stuff that's like yeah. it, it's the same thing as like people going after people that eat animals yeah it's <laughs> like that's the way how you're designed to the human is designed to eat other critters. Sorry. Have you seen yeah. the video of the guy? Uh, there's a bunch of vegans out front of a guy's uh, like natural cut animal restaurant. And they're like protesting his meat is murder or something like that. And he like brings over like a deer carcass right in front of the window and starts like butchering it. The cops like, hey, can you just not do that? And he's like, no, this is my restaurant. I'm going to do what I please. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, my, my Bear Creek t-shirt has on the back. It says every every day. 
millions of innocent plants are murdered by vegetarians. <laughs> Stop the violence. <laughs> Eat Bear Creek. Yeah, plants are people too. Plants are people too. Yeah. You should um, say every day millions of blades of grass are eaten by my cattle and they're happy as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the, so here's the thing. To go back to the, the Jesse Smollett thing, I think, you know, what's terrible about that whole thing is America is different today than it was 50, 60 years ago. Right. You could just if you look at movies, movies are like a time capsule. I was looking at a, um, what was I was looking at a James Bond movie. I think the one with George Lazenby. So I think Her Majesty's Secret Service or something. I was looking at it with Lola and James Bond slaps this chick. <laughs> and Lola was like, what? what just happened? And I was like, this was the older days. So, <laughs> yeah, that was fine. Yeah, the point I'm trying to make about that, we have changed. Human beings all over the planet have changed and evolved. And I think it's incredibly unfair for someone to make up a story like this. I'm not saying this kind of stuff cannot happen in America today, but most of us don't get into this. You're not going to go out there and attack someone because of their religion or their political beliefs or, you know. And and sadly, I think it's it's as much or more in the U.S., than than anywhere it's um oh god yes <laughs> yeah you know you i mean go, well you've got australia and you've got some of it you know probably in the uk but i don't know what's happening because we're we're a sheltered nation we live in the greatest country on the face of this planet mm-hmm. and we take all of these rights and liberties for granted and you've got all these crazies that are just pulling the shenanigans <clears throat> you got yeah. you we have the and kids they get down a point. In, we, we have the kids down here in florida that want nothing more than to take a, a God-given right away from you with the Second Amendment. Yeah. but like, I, I, They are asking for their rights to be taken away. Like, who does that? <laughs> I don't think they realize what they're doing. And look, no. a couple of years ago, we had a black, you know, we, if you go back to when uh, Obama was first elected, you had a black president. People were not happy about that. I get it. But there, you never, and, and you saw some people were upset and things happening, but you never saw anything like this. You didn't see like some white guys saying, man, I got beat up by all these black guys. You know, this is Obama country. You didn't see all these things. People are getting in the way of our, of our, uh, of our natural evolution. And, and we don't treat each other like this. It's not cool to make the world, you know, there's people around the world that probably at this point don't realize that this thing was a hoax. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Get the news closer than than a lot of other people are. Other people are still stuck on two, three weeks ago, and they think that kind of stuff is rampant in America, and it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and they rarely give coverage to a retraction that they do oh, on yes. the front end. Yeah. So that that's the thing I think about that 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 makes me uh, upset. Hopefully they do something about it. I know there was some rumors that they cut back his roles and then the studio's like, no, we didn't cut back his roles. Everyone's waiting to see uh, what really happened here. I think we all realize it. But, you know, it'll play. Itself. Now now we wait and see now that now that we've all jumped to conclusions. <laughs> yeah. Now we decide. Good time. Good time. Yeah. <laughs> wait. Wait till the facts come out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't have time to read the bill. We can't read the bill. Yeah. I always have a saying, the media never lets the facts get in the way of a good story. It's yeah, true. Uh, absolutely not. Yeah, I heard not. you know, I heard that that um what the 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 if it was if it was a thing about you know funding the government for another month or something had a thousand pages to it. What? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what? one page. Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they always put all this other monkey business in these bills that you you don't know about. But we don't have time to read it. We got to pass it. It's important. We got to get it done. <laughs> well, and the, the the crazy thing about the whole shutdown, we all know it was over one political issue, building the wall. 
but they wanted to say, no, we're not going to give $5.7 billion to build the wall. It's too much money, Uh-oh. yet the shutdown cost us $11 billion. Yeah, show us that again, Walter. It looks like Walter just got cake. I got some cake. Where's the cake for the rest Are of us? Are we going to sing happy cake. birthday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's sing happy birthday to you. Me. Happy birthday to you. Me. You're old as and you smell like one too. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Is that is that a regular cake? Costco. It's like a chocolate. This is so good. It's got chocolate and chocolate and more chocolate. Oh, it looks good. Yeah, they're yeah. good. If you ever go to Costco, they have them in the bakery. Yeah. I got your chocolate right here. Right? Oh, you I'm glad to see you started your new diet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Walter's been on a diet. Like, eat whatever the hell that, he wants. That's all we heard all day. Hey, man, you yeah. only live once. Yeah, he's on that eat whatever I want diet. Um, very cool. Yeah, I'm sorry we cut you off, Will. What were you saying before? Oh, I was. it was just about the, the budget. And, you know, they, they were talking about – you know, the reason the whole government shutdown occurred, of course, they politically don't want to build the wall. Uh, right. Talking about the Democrats. But, you know, mm-hmm. one of the, their justifications was, you know, we don't want to allot five point seven billion to build it. And, you know, there was a study done after the shutdown uh, was over. It actually cost the country over eleven billion. Yeah. Like during that time period. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's ridiculous. The, the yeah, whole rationale. They didn't want to give Trump a win, I think. And look, I'm not I'm not a person. I personally I'm not. a. This is like a weird situation. Right. I think that the wall alone is not going to resolve our immigration problems. We actually need to to look at the immigration laws that we have and settle those out. But, you you know, they themselves could not argue about building a wall. They just didn't want to give Trump that win. And so we went through this whole thing, spent 12 billion, wasted 12 billion dollars then Trump's going to take it out from wherever they're going to fight over that. That's all of that is the problem with government. And that's why yesterday we were talking about what pisses people in America off. And those are exactly the things that are pissing off people. Government. And uh, what was it, Walter? It was like government and then immigration, I think. Right. Was number two. Yeah. Yeah. Immig- yep, immigration. Was number two. Yeah. And they could have just solved this, but they didn't want to give Trump the win. And, and then, you know, whatever excuses they make up, I think, in the end, makes people look at it like, come on, man. We know you just don't want to give Trump the win. Why not? <laughs> well, I mean, it's twofold. They fight Trump on every issue. I mean, that that's a given. But but the second thing is there's no doubt that there's a correlation between not having or just saying open borders and the fact that they're fighting, uh, making it a requirement to state your citizenship to vote on the, on to be the, a U.S. citizen. They don't even want it. They don't even want that on the census. On the census. Yeah. How do you so, how do you have a census where you don't ask people if they're their status? What's the point? Yeah, why so why are you bothering? They're, they're yeah. increasing their voter base. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense and I think a lot the problem that they have with that is lots of people people in America can't this is the stuff maybe that the government should do. This is what people want the government to do, right? If we think about it. These are the kind of things that people want the government to do. There's a lot of other crap they don't necessarily want the government to do. But these are the kind of things. So when no matter whatever your reason is, when you come at it and you're trying to tell people, yeah, we don't want to build a wall. We don't want to do this thing. We should just open up and let everyone come into the country. People don't see that and take it the way that you think they're going to take it. Well, and you've got issues on both sides of the fence in in Washington. I mean, this new H.R. 8, you know, is a bipartisan universal. Yeah. 
background check. And and the Republican is from New York. So, you know, that's kind of substantial there. But, oh, um, my God. Yeah. Um, it, it, there's problems on both sides. Yeah. He's, a, he's an idiot. He's yeah. An idiot. Uh, Atomic Bull says a minefield would be much cooler than a wall. Um, I've been I've been pitching this. I've been pitching this. Well, you can tell me. I already know what Babyface and Walter think, so we can just mute them on this one because I think we can use a billion dollars. I will start an acting company that will have crisis zombie actors, and then we put them <laughs> on the border. That will no one will no one will cross the border. After I always that. said import now crocodiles <laughs> to the river. That solve a lot. Of it. <laughs> Okay. Or we could sell California to them for five point seven billion and kill two birds with one stone. Great. Oh, yeah. What's the point? What's the point of selling California? I mean, then, then people, the people from California, are just going to be coming over the border. We'll sell it? We're just moving the border <laughs> line. Border. Just do border yeah, long, longer go. border wall. Yeah. Uh, Len Holt. Len Holt wants to know what happened to fix Nicks a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Uh, Rodney Brady says, no wall. Let's use that money to teach proper firearm use. No, uh, need a use, wall. Use that money to teach all kids to code and build programs. No, uh, we got You know what? You know, uh, let's, let's bust let's, all the kids down to the border and make you, the kids of America build the wall. That whole thing about coding and doing all that stuff. I got news for you guys that do code and make and make all. You can't feed yourself. How are you going to feed yourself? You're going to feed yourself code. Did who's you, gonna who's gonna who's gonna make the beat? Go, if who's you go into raise the matrix, the you'll be fine. Just go. Yeah, your matrix matrix up your ass. Um, <laughs> who's gonna exactly. feed you? Who's gonna feed you when everybody's got these little? We're gonna all be in the offices working like little buzzing bees. But who's gonna feed anybody? Yeah. Who's yeah. gonna Who's gonna weld up the 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 thing to the gate for the cattle to go across and the thing? Who's gonna Who's gonna make the machines to process the meat? You got to get away um, from this idea that everybody's. Everybody's what's that stuff? What's that stuff, Patrick? Is this soylent? Soylent? <laughs> soylent green. That's people. No, 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 this, no, there's an actual thing called soylent, right? Like, yeah. A, a new, like a nutrient shake. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like a that, milky, powdery. Is that what you want to live on? No, no thanks. No, I don't, I, no. I don't want to live on that. I would no. never tell. Uh, I, I encourage anybody who's ever thought about a trade, do it. Do it. Fucking go out, learn a trade. You can always learn how to do code later on, but if you know how to do a trade, you can work anywhere and do, you know, and you're going to make more money going out and working on a tra in a trade, welding or machining or, or raising cattle or, I mean, yes, everything's got its things and you got to, you got to be able to live with yourself too. But, you know, uh, on the, on the flip side, did you guys see the, uh, learn to code? Uh, God, what was it when, uh, one of the, the companies started laying off, um, Oh, what's it? Buzzfeed when Buzzfeed was laying people mm -hmm. off like a month ago. <laughs> so, so a couple years ago, uh, when the Buzzfeed was pushing the whole kill the kill coal, trying to kill off oh. Buzzfeed was like, well, all the coworkers basically just need to go home and learn to code. They just need yeah, to go home right. and write the code, yeah. then get mm -hmm. another job. Just learn to code. So when BuzzFeed was laying off all their employees, everybody was tweeting at the individuals. It's like, well, dude, maybe you should just, you know, go home, learn to code. Learn maybe, to code. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe you should just go home and learn how to work in a coal mine. Everybody um, can't code. Everybody can't code. So no. everyone, yeah. we, we all need to be, uh, you know, to do things out there. So And then, I, and then the second people started using it against them, it was, oh, they're attacking the media. Oh, God, they're attacking the media. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it, no. as a society, you know, we, we have pushed that, you know, to work smarter, not harder. So, you know, 
education and, and but yeah. you know what? Look, look at today. There's so many college graduates that come out and can't find a job. Now, thankfully, yeah, that's improved. The unemployment's way down. But what, you know, that, that's a fact. What they learn at school. Nothing. I learned liberal, liberal arts and all these, all these. I learned, nothing. I learned how to BS my way through life. That's all I learned. The only portion that I learned. And, and of course I went to a military college, but it was the military side, you know, maybe some discipline and stuff like that, but everything else that I've learned school of hard knocks on, on the job training. Yeah. Where do you, where do you go to school to learn to raise cattle? You don't. <laughs> um, you you, you <laughs> get out there. You get up every morning. <laughs> you or, or or if you work on a farm or a cattle and you and you you like you learn from seeing and doing it. But yeah, well yeah. and okay. So so there are you know University of Georgia for one, and I'm sure many other schools. They've got an agriculture program, right? And these kids come out and think that. I, I'm sure that they're ready to take on the world, but you know the reality of it is that that's day one. Mm -hmm. You know, and and you're uh -huh. only going to learn from anything from trial and error and doing it. What, and what happens when experience. it? What happens when it starts raining for a week and you you don't know how to handle the rain? Yeah, you can just curl up in a corner, let your cattle uh, die. It's called an yeah. umbrella invented yeah. by the Egyptians. Cowboy up, that's what we say. Yeah, get, get, get her done. <laughs> uh, look, I I'm self taught. I taught myself how to pull triggers. It's really difficult. I do lots of exercises <laughs> like this. I do this exercise sometimes. I do both. You know. Squeeze uh, and follow through. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, me, that's the name. Me says, how do you, how do you all feel about the ISIS girl trying to get back into the UK? Oh, no, there's oh, one man. trying to get back in the US no. also. No. Um, <laughs> the UK one, the, the people in England said no, she can't no. come back in. No. America, no. Might, yeah, America, no. they might take her back in. No, they said no. They said no, no. Yeah. How do you know she's not a sleeper cell? She's already admittedly, you know, radicalized, gone to ISIS. And, you know, it, even if we took her back, the first place I, I would buy her a one way ticket to Guantanamo Bay and put her with the rest of well, the terrorists. What might happen if, if she comes back, she could be charged with treason and end up in jail. So what? What's the whole point of her coming back? Make them yeah. um, here. I'm I think it's an, malicious. I've got an it's idea not. for this. We can do several things at the same time here. I think we develop a zombie virus. <laughs> Everyone who did this, we infect them with the zombie virus. Send them over then to crisis. We put them. We put them down on the border. <laughs> Jeez. You know, and let them walk up and down the border. <laughs> Problem solved. The zombie apocalypse is the way to solve this. No one. Okay, you guys go ahead and laugh at me. Someone's gonna actually. Hey, use... I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mute. <laughs> Walter. <laughs> All right, there we go. I'm back on. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, zombies are the way to solve everything, man. Look at the firearms industry. Here. <laughs> the firearms uh, ISIS, industry ISIS a couple chick, of years ISIS, ago. As I called her, the ISIS sperm receptacles. Um, you know, come on. Yeah, I know the one from the US one in in um over in Syria, she lost three husbands, two of them. Well, no, well, she, two of them died. One of them, I guess she ran away from or something like that. Yeah, well, that's yeah. called a uh, good old fashioned airstrike. Yeah, <laughs> I have no I have no empathy, sympathy. Nope. No, she was from Alabama. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was. she was. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> those people, you should never take them back. I, we, what do we need to interrogate them for? What do we need to put them in? a? She's going to be happy to come back to America and go into prison. You guys know that, right? She was no, eating no, no. grass in Syria. <laughs> 
Let her let her pound sand over there. Sorry. Yeah. There's no reason to bring those people back to America and no. then we have to feed them and we house have a, we have enough of our own and nuts. And then she's gonna bring she has a kid, she's gonna bring that. No, she oh, they no. could stay in Syria, battle it out, make Syria uh make Syria great again. Yeah, yeah, there you go. yeah and then the then the kid'll be a dreamer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can dream about coming back, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh no, well, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, so here's something that I am a fan of, and I'm going to throw this up here in the in the chat real quick so you guys can see this and tell me what you think about it. Um, Will, have you heard of Space Force? Oh God, who hasn't? Yeah. So this I is actually the, wanted a T-shirt that says. Yeah, this is in the Orlando Sentinel, Florida. Oh, Governor man. DeSantis calls on Trump to base Space Force at Kennedy Space Center here in the good old Florida. Space Force funding is what it is. Yeah, and money, it's all about the money. Yeah, in the midst of a day dedicated to the space industry in Tallahassee, Governor Ron DeSantis called on President Donald Trump to put at least part of his new military branch, Space Force, on Florida's Space Coast. It's like, it's very convenient. Space space goes coast to coast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In a tweet, DeSantis said Tuesday he was formally requesting the president place the Space Force Combatant uh, Command at Kennedy Space Center in Cape Canaveral. This is part of Florida's history and is a logical fit for our state. Oh, man. Man, we're going to be the Jetsons before you know it. (laughs) Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know, growing up as as a child... Back in the in the in the seventies, you heard all that stuff. First thing, we we're going to run out of oil. Uh-huh. Secondly, we're all going to be flying around by two thousand something. You know, like you just did. Let me tell you something, Florida. Uh, Florida needs to be ahead of the spear here in going into space, so that we can embarrass the entire planet, as Florida does in the news all the time. I think this would be awesome. Florida man yeah. in space, da da da. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you want you want to hear the news of what Floridians did in space, right? <laughs> That's gonna be really, really, really funny because you always hear that. Sometimes you know what? When I first uh, started living here, I would go like, "Oh my god, so people in Florida getting up to some craziness." But you know what? Now I wear it like a a, a badge of pride. Yeah, <laughs> only Florida is so warm and cozy all year oh, round yeah. that people have nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> than to just act crazy. The whole unfortunately, time. these people reproduce too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. Some people are bored in Florida. I think that all those bored people. Guess what we need to do with them? Send them down to the border, baby. Uh, <laughs> as crisis. zombies? Should we yeah, put them as crisis zombies? zombie actors. <laughs> Floridians, I think, you know, those kind of Floridians would make great zombie actors. What do you think? I think so. Old I don't think they could have to practice, some of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, also, Walter, did you see this? The new Russian cartridge, the 345 TK? I see this no, right now. Where is it? Hold on, I'm going to throw up Fire a link for you to check that out. I'll throw it up right now in the chat. Oh, also, Babyface put up, I think, the most interesting thing of the whole day. Did you see that picture? The two the two brothers that did the supposed attack buying masks. Yeah, and red, red hats. Yep. And red, and red hats. hats and everything. Man, yeah. are you, are, you know, that's, the stupidity just, it just... It's, Do you not think that there are cameras? Yeah, this shop everywhere. Have cameras. <laughs> I, I everywhere. Got, I got news for them, brothers. You know, there is a thing called Amazon and eBay. <laughs> no, they needed them that night. Everything That's probably is the problem. 
But everything is trackable. People think if you buy it on Amazon, it's trackable. Yeah, but it's, it's a lot less. Anywhere you buy anything, it's yeah, trackable. Yeah, but you're not standing there in front of the camera buying it. I know, but here's a good story. Uh, yeah. Drunken oh. woman mad about losing money in pinball machine brawls with cops, EMS, and authorities. Was it? Was it in Florida? Uh, where was this? Hamilton Township, wherever that is. Oh no, that sounds Three, like Hamilton. Sounds like. Is that? I'm sorry, it was Monroe County. Monroe County. Uh, Monroe County is, is that in Florida? I don't think so. Is that? No, uh, I don't think York? this was a Florida woman. Yeah. Um, by the way, what we should do with no, those two? No, bro- Monroe County, Florida. Uh, <laughs> of course it is. That's way down south. Way down south. Way down Florida south. woman. Let me let me rephrase this. Florida woman drunkenly ma- uh, uh, mad about losing money in pinball brawls with cops and EMS. <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds. Oh, about right. Okay, I'm looking at this cartridge. What's the point? I, it looks like is it a nine millimeter? Is it between a no, nine? No, it's three forty-five. It's it's nine point six by fifty. Hang on, hang on. I guess this is some. It's a subsonic round or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The Russians like to come up with their own weird rounds. Well, maybe because it's not military per se, so maybe it'll it'll float. Yeah, it's subsonic. Hand. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Man, please don't be another Florida man. Uh, Man charged with animal abuse thought dog was spying on him for police. (laughs) What? Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, Hang on a second. I'm I'm on the Drudge Report, just pulling up random articles I find. In dumb crook news. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. You listen, you know what we should do with those brothers? I know that the police let him off. Those brothers, they're actors and stuff like that. They need to go down to the border and pretend to be zombies. <laughs> Everyone in America that gets into trouble, that's what we need to do. Automatic sentencing. You're doing six months on the border pretending to be a zombie. No one thinks that's going to work. That will work. People coming over the border are very superstitious. Walter, does this look familiar to you? Look, check this out. Ooh. What? Yeah, you, uh, you put a little burl on it. Yeah, no. This is this is what yeah, was on the there. Stock. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. This is the this is the uh, barrel that was on there. We just had this on it. Oh, the shroud. Okay. We had the yeah. We had the handguard oh. on there. Oh. So yeah, I had to uh, you know had to take this out a little twenty two play around with it. I don't know if you guys have. I know we went we did Gorn early. I don't know Will. I don't know if you had any um, any other Gorn. Check it out. This is the vector from Liberty Suppressors. Throwing that on there, thread that on. Boom. Look at that. That's sexy right there. Kaboom. I've gotten into all these K configuration cans. And, you know, I guess there's a point where, you know, you can't get too short because the whole purpose of a suppressor is to reduce the signature. And, um, you know, there's a minimum, or I, I guess a, a limit to everything. But, man, I. I've got a couple of rugged cans and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just got the, the micro should be coming out of NFA jail pretty soon. I'm looking forward to that 30 cal can. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I've just got an obsession with, I, I guess, like the industry with smaller, uh, I don't really want to say smaller packages. So after, I mean, for me, after owning cans for a certain period of time, um, you start looking for things that fit weird neat like niches that you don't already have. Like I have a bunch of full size cans. I want something different. So yeah, yeah. I start looking at those like tiny cans or, or wiped cans that are super impractical, yeah. but exactly. you know, you start well, I, just up, I just picked up the GSL technologies, uh, pill bot, 
box. Oh, that one's and, so uh, neat. I mean, it's totally novelty, man. It you know it was it was originally put out by Jim Tech, and they mm-hmm. never released it to the public. And I always oohed nod when I wanted see one. Pictures I still of it. I didn't realize they were making it. I may they have are to GSL Technologies. I'm, and, might um, have to order one. Yeah, <laughs> and you know they're they're relatively inexpensive, but they're just cool, man. They're an inch they're, long. They're like an ounce in weight. Like big. Yeah, they have a keychain adapter that screws into it. But you know the thing that everybody needs to remember if they get that. All suppressors are considered firearms, so you don't want to put that thing on your keychain and forget and go into a football go game. Go into an airport, yeah. Yeah, not good. So you just have to be careful with it. But, yeah, novelty, niche. Yeah, we've got some small, um, some smaller suppressors, right? We okay. have um, those the one that we ones? have sitting over there is the yeah. uh, Thompson Machine Poseidon. I have one of those that I need to transfer at some point to myself. Hank has it sitting over there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the beside it. Yeah, but yeah, we've you've done a video. Yeah, it's a, I like it. I think it's cool. I just I always find a reason not to spend money on cans on yeah. on transferring the cans now that they're sitting where I can just yeah. Now that they can hang out with me, you know, money is way better spent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's my biggest that's my biggest pet peeve about the whole NFA process. I don't. I, I personally don't have a problem going through the background check. You know, I, I actually use the silencer shop uh, kiosk, mm-hmm. and I've got multiple members of a trust, and um, my class three dealer hits a button, and it, you know, it's done. I pay my two hundred dollars. Um, the biggest thing for me, the biggest aggravation is the wait time. It, it, you know, yeah. it's like, especially when you buy a transferable, right? And you spend thousands of dollars and you're not going to see that sucker for a year. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, just, you got to get, you know, maybe go into the um, FFL business. Get an <laughs> SLT or something. Well, like okay, you know, one, you, one like route you need another business to go into. One one route for people is becoming a, a curio and relics collector. So even class three curio and relics stuff uh, should theoretically. And Walter, I guess you could, you know, correct me if I'm mistaken here, but they should be able to ship direct to a CNR license uh, holder. It's class three trumpet. I've never thought about I'm that. I'm not sure about that one. Um, yeah, I'd okay. have to we'll check have to for that. But I mean, yeah. you're kind of limited too. I mean, you're only going to get certain. You're not going to get suppressors mm-hmm. on a CNR. So no, no, mm-hmm. no. I was thinking more of the transferable. Yeah, I mean, and, and then you're even still limited, kind of. I mean, you pay more too um, for the CNRs. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I would. Hey. I, I would tend to think it wasn't though. That'd be too easy. Yeah, what? it's fairly easy to to become CNR license. Yeah, CNR, regular CNR is not a big deal. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I carry my revolver in single action. Says I like full size cans also. And then look at the uh, he, very creative use of um, of, ASCII, of ASCII yeah, text. ASCII, yeah, of ASCII. <laughs> That's you what we call in, ASCII art. You have right to look there. in the chat for that. Sorry, whoever's listening to it on audio. <laughs> You got to look. He used, he, he's a, uh, it's a double entendre. Another set of cans. Okay. Well, especially if you're, if you're using a precision rifle or something and you've got a 22, 24 inch barrel already and magnum yeah. caliber, it makes sense not to put a K can on it. Yeah. So I'm all, right. I'm all about integrally suppressed though. Well, come on, come on. You gotta, you gotta give some love to the integrally suppressed. Oh, I got, a, I got, a, I got a cattle question. You ever, you ever have problems with the uh, 
coyotes and things like that? I, I do, actually. Um, I lost three this past year wow. to uh, coyotes. Yeah. yeah. And when uh, Eric from IV8888, that mouthful, uh, when, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when he and his wife, Brandy, which I, I love those people and they're whole, they're the whole reason, uh, that, you know, I've made these introductions to, to you, Hank and, and Mr. Guns and Gear has become a good friend behind the scenes and many, many others, um, mm-hmm. great supporters of us, but you know, they, that was another thing. So they came up here to deer hunt, but we also coyote hunted and, uh, we, we used Eric's call and he had a couple of, uh, thermal equip, uh, guns one was a mutant and it was just some neat stuff we had the wor- <laughs> <Nice. laughs> we, yeah we had the worst luck i mean one, one night it was raining and of course thermal is worthless you know in rain and the other night they just weren't active and it must have been the the two nights of the year but yeah i do have problems with coyotes and i despise them okay yeah you got to take those bastards out every chance and do you use it another question that came to my mind speaking of a uh, nine type do you use any dogs in your business i don't um mainly because of the fencing and the infrastructure. So to, to have livestock guardian dogs, probably the easiest solution as, a, as an anti-coyote uh, protection, you know, as a live animal would be a donkey because it can kind of coincide in, in the right. same habitat. Mm-hmm. With a dog, you've got to have a little more solid fencing. My, my fencing is primarily barbed wire and electric fence and you know, a dog can go right under that and they range. And although I do live way out in the country and I don't have a lot of close neighbors, I'm sure they wouldn't appreciate my dog showing up at their house every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Armor Man in Axis says, uh, let's set up a coyote hunt over there. <laughs> so I'm, I'm down with it. Walter, can we hunt coyotes with a 50? That's going to make a milkshake, coyote milkshake. Oh, basically. Oh, <laughs> That's too much work, man. That's too much work. <laughs> I want to do it. Let's keep it simple, stupid. Come on, no, man. I want, I want to get a coyote with a 50. <laughs> Boom. The Call it a, missed. a drone airstrike. Yeah. Yeah. All Thumb says don't donkeys kill coyotes. Yeah, you know, donkeys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they do. much hate them, yeah. Quote, but, you know, quote it, of the night. <laughs> It's very, it's very, it's, it's very specific to the animal, though. Um, I there used to be so the farm before it was my farm uh, that surrounds me. There were donkeys in the pasture, and, and I saw, you know, there was one jack o- over on one side of the farm, and I literally saw coyotes going down the creek line in the middle. So, you know, some of them are real attentive, and some are better than others. But theoretically speaking, yes, they can they can take care of the coyote problem. Yeah. <laughs> Get those coyotes. I am. I'm down to help you with that. Um, Come on. Okay. So let's see. Um, so we were talking about Florida news. I did put this up. This is some Georgia news, but it's not. Don't worry. No one from Georgia is going to embarrass you. Well, uh, armed twenty-year-old home invader. Yeah, wow. armed seventy-nine-year-old Georgia woman fends off twenty-year-old home invader. There you go. Amen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, the ultimate was, equalizer. Yep, the woman was home last week when a 20-year-old man broke into her home. That's not what anyone would consider a fair fight. Um, it was just afternoon, February 12th, when the woman called 911 and shot at the 20-year-old suspect twice Good. while she was still on the phone. She was able to fend him off until deputies arrived to arrest him. Should have ended him. Yeah. Maybe I'm just too brutal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, when did you, just when you need a donkey. Come on. <laughs> yeah. House guarded by a tech Yeah, I'm trying to see what part of Georgia this was, but I don't see it in here. No. Yeah, but, you know, hey, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your home is your domain. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. 
Yeah. The thing that kills me is the instances where somebody broke in and got shot, and then the family members are saying, oh, well, that was his only way to make money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was a good boy. <laughs> Teach like your he. children to respect other people's property. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Teach your children to respect other people's property. You know, we, we're not in full-blown socialism or communism yet, so stay out of people's yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. If he's a good boy, he'll go get a job. I mean, <laughs> you can you can make 15 bucks an hour now working at McDonald's in some Bless places. Bless his heart. And they'll say, oh, well, they didn't have to shoot him. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't have to kill him. They didn't have to come in my house to take my stuff and hurt me. Yeah. (laughs) So now, if if you're a 79 year old woman in Georgia and you're thinking, what would be a great um, house gun? (laughs) um, The truth about guns, I just put up this link for you guys to see. Uh, win a scar. Only eight days <laughs> to enter. Win a scar. Seventeen. That would probably not be my first big. That, yeah, that's a hell of a home defense gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, if anyone wins this, I call dibs. I already oh, got one. Called dibs. So. Yeah, I call dibs. Did you get the? Uh, get what was it you wanted, Walter? Firing pins. Uh, I got two extractors. Yes, I haven't put finally. Them in. <laughs> okay. I haven't put them in. Um, that I, you know, it's one of those things. I need to bring them home. I need to bring them home. They're still sitting in the shop. So. Um, I will do it next time we go shooting. Um, we will be scarring. So, um, okay. Did you keep the one that was broken? Do you still have that? It's still in the gun. Okay. I don't know what happened to the piece that broke off. It just um, vanished. I don't know where it went, but, um, Oh, okay. Where did that happen? That happened at your dad's place. I think I was shooting at my dad's and it broke. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That would probably be a good video. You know, we should, we should go, uh, scar against Galil. Galil scar against lightweight AR. Uh-oh. We could have us like a shoot off, you know. What I'm yeah, <laughs> we can come up with reasons to shoot guns all day. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's um, all good. I'm, I'm open. I'm down with. Hey, how about how about this? You know, this is like I think a, the Glial mag is like 35 rounds, if I'm not mistaken. You know, the Israelis, the Israelis, they make a 50 round mag. Look at, that mofo. Look at that. Oh, look at that. That's oh, like yeah. that's a beauteous thing. Oh my god. <laughs> that thing is ginormous. <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> no, that looks good. That looks good. Uh are those expensive? Uh they're not the fifty rounders aren't too bad. Yeah. What was that? Well oh, I just said that's standard capacity. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. For some reason, Brick says, wish I had a trained male baboon. Listen, what What's you do in your, own private, <laughs> in your own private time, that is all you, my friend. Oh, you we, we won't judge. We won't judge. <laughs> I'm not sure what you would do with the, with the baboon at all. Okay, let's see. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's any other new stuff out there that we can uh, go over. Hey, one topic, and you guys might have covered this, you know, yesterday, last week. I, I know it's been hot, but I haven't, you know, since the bump stock ban and they filed the injunction, everything's kind of become hush hush. And I haven't, you know, been hearing an update if the in, injunction is, you know, expected to go through and, and it because that timeline's coming down before long. Um, Anybody got any updates or hearing? I don't know. Patrick, you got anything on that out there? Uh, This was the Trump injunction. Yeah, it was. Uh, What was it? The the bump stock. Gun policy. Um, I haven't heard of the lawsuit immediately after the ATF ruled, you know, uh, as it 
being a machine gun, which I, I believe is completely unconstitutional, but you know, besides it, the point, it is by definition, it is. it is not even close to a machine gun. Yeah, and no. yeah, you know, I, I haven't Adam heard it. And, 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 you know, that whole group um, really put together a lot of evidence. I mean, they had slow motion video and, and all included mm. in this lawsuit, but you know, I haven't heard anything, and the deadline's it, coming. Have you ever have you ever worked through a legal case like this before? Have you ever like sat through and watched one from start to finish? I, your, I your hair will be gray by the time it's over. We had a we had a legal cha- uh, challenge back when I worked at a company, and it was like four years on. I worked there for like three or four years. Whole time the case is just one thing after that. It's so slow. The legal process is so unbelievably slow. Yeah. Um. Well. Well, I was just hoping that, you know, we'd find out something. That, and I'm sure we will before the deadline. I'm sure that, you know, that that group will come out and, and at least make a, an announcement whether they were successful. Because I, I, I admit I'm not an attorney. OK, so so my elementary understanding is the injunction is simply intended to stop the ruling from going into effect long enough to actually take the case to court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's yeah. how that's supposed to work. Yeah. But if but if that injunction does not take place before the deadline, then anybody in possession uh, must turn them in before that deadline or destroy them or be by default de facto uh, uh, committing a felony. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, you know, uh, let's see who's something. Joshua Levy said, I believe the injunction was granted and it would be in place until the case is decided. You're talking about Ohio or something. What are you talking about? No, uh, the bump stock injunction. Yeah. I think they, oh, here? they filed for in general. I think a, a nationwide. Oh, yeah, it would be nationwide. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. By the way, this is breaking news from the New York Times. Jesse Smollett charged. Yeah, that's what I said felony. before. Assault. Yep. Yeah. Charged with uh, a felony. Yeah. The uh, the Empire actor who said he was a victim of a hate crime was charged Wednesday night by an Illinois grand jury that found probable cause that he had actually <laughs> staged Duh. the assault he reported to Chicago police in January. Law enforcement officials said a grand jury had decided that Mr. Smollett falsely reported being attacked in a case that quickly drew national attention and charged him with a felony count of disorderly conduct. Good. Yeah. Um, Hope he spends some time in jail. I know it'll never happen because he's got too much money and is too popular. He, and he's a lefty. But I would love to see him spend some time in jail. Uh, well, a little, uh, as they say on the media, we want justice. <laughs> yeah. I always yeah. wonder what dollar figure is associated with most of the yeah, yeah. requesting. Guess, I guess it depends on the situation. <laughs> How many millions does it does it take to get justice here? Yeah, yeah. I I think ultimately he'll probably um, there'll be some kind of plea deal. Oh yeah, yeah. He's not going to see a time yeah. a day. But I think he's done this kind of stuff before. I was reading that um, a few years ago he was pulled over in L.A. For like drinking and driving or something like that. Did he and claim he, that they were, harassed him or something? No, he pretended to be his younger brother. <laughs> what? All right, yeah. so let me let me let me What's let me tell you what there it's called mental. Yeah, totally. Um, mental issues. Um, that couldn't yeah. ha- that couldn't be no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> so he got he got charges over that for for providing false information, pretending. To be someone pretending. Else all the other pretend, what's wrong with pretending? That. That's a children. He's an actor. He's an actor. So. Yeah, that's what they do. They pretend. Yeah. Well, and I don't even know what is. A, I mean, was he trying to be a martyr? 
I mean, the whole liberal agenda is. I don't get what he was going for. This is MAGA country. And um, I think this was, was all selfish. I think he was just trying to get attention for himself. Yep. So I think that's what he's it's going to boil down to. He's a sociopath. Clearly is a sociopath. Yeah. When you can yeah. sit on live TV twice and, cry. and lie to the interviewer. Yeah. He, he's just a clear well, when you look at that interview and he says he was crossing the street and someone said empire and he goes i don't answer to empire um that's so that's so crazy right if people recognize you for whatever reason you go hey what's up you know i mean you don't get into i don't answer to this and i don't answer to that so oh red <laughs> yeah. bear says a mental homosexual my shock <laughs> uh so let's Plus see it's hard he's a, he's a chip off the old block <laughs> yeah. um you know i hope they throw the book at him but i think he's just gonna plea his way out of that so yeah he's been taking yeah. lessons from the clintons yeah so. shoot people in the back of the head oh two shot suicides <laughs> yeah how do you do a two shot suicide i don't know that's uh, been working out for ricochet, my whole life ricochet. and i just i just happened <laughs> to get choked to death by a dumbbell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah uh oh well yeah uh, Red Bear says he's a terrible actor. Red Bear obviously has very strong. I've never, opinions. I've never seen him. You know, honestly, I had never heard of Empire until this. I hadn't either. This is great, great marketing for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The pants says I go hard. <laughs> that, that quote. Yeah, he oh, go, he, he's gonna go hard in the. Yeah. Uh, in that the, was the Somebody thing. has to put that on a 1911. I, I go, go hard. hard. I go, I go hard, hard against the 45. cringiest thing I've seen in a while. <laughs> Do you? Did you see that? Uh, did you see him say that, Will? I don't know if you. No, I didn't. Yeah. Oh. When he was being, yeah, when he was being interviewed by Robin Roberts, she said, "Why would why would people come after you? Like, why would someone do all this?" Because he go was like hard after Trump. Yeah, he was like, "I, I go hard." Against forty five, how would have said is that malt forty a cold forty five? That's got to be on a t shirt. That's got to. Ah, it's the most uncomfortable thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll um, give him give him a forty five hard days in the Cook uh, County Jail. I think he'll see about yeah. what, he'll good. find out what hard is. Yeah, yeah, that's just gonna be re- listen. He's just gonna like that. So <laughs> I was waiting that's for somebody thing. to say. That. <laughs> I just yeah. want y'all know. Next time I'm coming with a lot of Gorn. I'm gonna have it all behind me. There you go. <laughs> me jealous, man. Holding up all the goodies. And you have an MP5 kind of gun? I do not. My okay. my transferable is an M2 and an M6. Let's see. Show that again, Walt. Show it. This is there. the. Um, I make stocks for the MP5, the MP5K, the um, CZ Scorpion, Scorpion AR15, uh, MPX, MCX, Rattler. Who'd I forget? Um, Oh, and the street bog. We're gonna be making one for the new street bog SB nine A one. So, but anyways, yeah. Ooh. All braces, no. either regular stocks for you know people that do SBR stuff or braces, pistol braces. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I got. I finally got the part in I needed and finished this up. Boom! Isn't look that, at that. Nice. Oh, is that the Rowland or whatever you're doing? The, it's not the, done yet, so I need to the, get the Roland special compensator for the front, um, and then RMR for the top. Yeah. So what makes it, what up. makes it a Roland special? Uh, Gen 3 or Gen 4 Glock, uh, X300 light, and a compensator on the front. Is this a movie gun? No, it's it was designed by like a ex special forces guy. So yeah, a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys carried um, uh, Glock 34s, which are long. Um, okay. So they realized with uh, 
if you put a red dot on top, you don't need that longer sight radius. Right. So uh, why not take up that extra space with a compensator? And it started out as like a joke. And then people started making them and shooting them and realizing that they have like no recoil and shoot like super flat. So they're fun. Um, I, I shot one a couple months ago and I really liked it. So yeah. Why not? Also, Babyface wants to be like Patrick from the firearms. Well, <laughs> why do you do this wants- to me? You know you do. You know. I do have something kind of sort of related. Uh oh. Just thought about that. So, I just got Ooh. this. Um, it's just a basic trauma kit. But the thing that's right. cool, um, it's from Mobilized Rescue. So I picked it up from the guys at uh, Heitman International. I, I think they go by His Thirteen on Instagram. But the cool thing is, so I'm ex law enforcement, and I also was in search and rescue. I've had a lot of medical training, but it's even been years for me. And there's an app, a mobilized rescue app. And when when you click into the app, it actually takes you step by step to diagnosing whatever the the emergency trauma is. And so I'm trying to pull it up here. I don't know if you guys can see that or not, but no. you know, the first thing you might want to hold it closer to the screen. Sorry. Yeah. And then maybe so, put your hand over the <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta put it like that with your with yeah. <laughs> coming closer. Yeah. There you go. The hand. Okay. Okay, now I can't put see. Put on gloves. Yeah, yeah, put on gloves, and you know, then it'll ask: Is is the victim bleeding? If so, yes. Okay, and then you touch the the. That's kind of area. That's cool. half of me says that that is absolutely ridiculous, but the other half is like it, that kind of makes sense for people with smartphones that don't well, like know first aid at all. So like it, it kind of well, would walk you through it. So it's not for everybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. Me, in most cases, I'm not going to pull up the app and, and <laughs> you're losing critical time. Okay. I'm <laughs> thinking, like, uh, on a one to 10, how bad is the pain? Yeah. Oh, oh, I think it's a nine. I think it's a nine. Okay. It so, says you're dying. <laughs> so the trauma kit's got, you know, your regular, it's got a soft T bandage in it. And if, if I cut myself with a chainsaw, I'm not going to go through the app. <laughs> <laughs> but, but think about how many people out there have had zero medical training, have none whatsoever. And, Yes, that is for that type person. Absolutely. That's a neat yeah. idea. But anyway, I, I happened to look down, saw it. Yeah. Please uh, first use your cell, your smartphone to call nine one one, and then uh, start working on the. Train. Then use the app. But yes, it can. You can save someone's life if it takes time for nine one one to get to you. So. Yeah. Um. You know. Absolutely. The biggest, the biggest thing is to stay calm. <laughs> <laughs> so many people just lose their people mind. Well, if you, if you cut yourself with a chainsaw, you got about 30 seconds probably before you pass out. It depends how you so. cut yourself. Or you cut it. I mean, if you yeah. hit a femoral artery or something, you're, yeah. you're in trouble. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Makes me shiver just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Listen, we're over the okay. nine o'clock hour. I don't want to push it. I know Walter, it's his birthday. You know, it, um, when you hit 57 years old, you got to go to bed by 930. <laughs> So, <laughs> okay, yeah. So anyway, let's let's definitely wrap it up here. Um, oh, one thing before we go. Go ahead. Yeah. DCG forty four S says the new uh, two shot uh, twenty two Magnum can do a two shot suicide. <laughs> oh, God. oh God! Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, I just had to say that because I've been corrected. All right, so. <laughs> You know, okay, it's your birthday, <laughs> and we are not we are not a uh, no way supporting that type of train of thought. No, but, you know, please, yeah. please seek help. Yeah, yeah, um, seek help. You know, yeah. right? Okay, Walter. This, this took a making, weird turn. Yeah, thanks for making it weird, <laughs> Thanks for making it weird. Okay, so Babyface, uh, what do you want the people to check out? 
Uh, baby underscore face P on Instagram. That's where I've been posting a lot of stuff lately. Um, I do have something coming up in the works. Um, building guns on YouTube is pretty much impossible now, so I didn't bother filming this. Um, but I do have some stuff coming up, so you can also check me out on YouTube for Gun baby underscore. No, baby face P. Just baby face P. That's true. Also, yes, shout out to Gunstreamer and uh, and and everything else that's that's out there that are alternatives to YouTube because YouTube's getting worse and worse every day. Walter, what do you want the people to know before we get out of here? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Military Vehicle Rally this weekend, Mount Dora, Renegar Slea Market, uh, First Florida Chapter Military Vehicle. Uh, guys are going to be there. Lots of tanks, lots of Jeeps, lots of trucks, stuff for sale, maybe even a couple bayonets. Um, but yeah. Come on out. Uh, I am going MIA after uh, t- tomorrow or tonight. I'm going up to the rally, so you won't see me till Monday. So. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, and I'll see, you, I'll see you on Saturday. Chinese bayonet fits on a freaking uh, Israeli Galil. Very nice. Wow. That's pretty, nice uh, that's called global, uh, global whatever, you know. Globalization. I wanted to know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, like the, the folks out there that want to find out more about uh, Bear Creek Cattle Company and you, how do they do that? How do they get in touch with you? OK, uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, Bear Creek Cattle Company. And uh, be sure to be looking out because, like I said, we're going to announce the largest giveaway in history. And I mean, it'd be pretty cool, I think, to win a full freezer full of beef. Oh, yeah. So, Absolutely. Make sure you tag us, all of us in here. Um, you know, we'll try to do some stuff to get that reposted. And I call yeah. dibs on anyone here that wins that beef. Yeah. I even take sloppy seconds on the beef, you know. Yeah. Come on, what yeah. Is- street meat. Hashtag street <laughs> meat. And I wanted to, to thank you guys uh, for letting me be a part of it tonight you know we we as bear creek cattle company i mean we're huge supporters of the second amendment the veteran community and um love freedom so if you love guns and you love steak we're probably a good one to follow because we're always yeah. doing crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah cool. no, no seriously thank you and i i appreciate all also all the people that from our group that joined in to to watch us tonight absolutely can, nick tent says way to go classmate i don't know if you know nick He's a Citadel classmate. Yeah, yeah. awesome, awesome. And uh, you listen, thanks for coming on, man. I think it's great having you on. I'd like to see you come on again. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, I'd like to get more uh, grass-fed beef in my diet. So we got to like make, make some arrangements and get the uh, strange family budget allotted towards that beef. We got to make that happen. But we would love to have you come on again. And, um, you know, I want to thank everyone out there for all the good questions, comments, all that kind of stuff. Let me just remind everyone, if you're not subscribed, please do subscribe here, you know, and ring the bell so you get notified of this. Shout out to everyone that listens to us on uh, audio only iTunes, Podbean, we're Spreaker, we're everywhere out there. Uh, thanks. And we will see you guys tomorrow. We're out of here. Good night. See you later. Peace.